This is the Wide Awake in Babylon podcast. I think we're on episode 27. Yeah. Yes, 27. Tom Tamer. Yeah. Chris. Chris Douglas. Isaac. Sitting there. Hello. He, he's uh, he's having a fun night tonight because he's <laughs> – let's just say that the universe is kind of um, – what would I call it? The thing that makes the universe the universe, whatever that is, it's messing with him a little bit and all of his equipment over there. Well, it's either that or it's the gov- government, the government's coming after us. the smarts or his perseverance. They're trying to shut us down because we're rebels in the system. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually. Yes, yes we are, we the, are uh, the irreverent ones. Yeah, I'm sure Chris is pissed off by a few people of power. <laughs> Maybe. They may think it's funny. But... Yeah. They may think it's funny. Well, you know, I'm no, I'm no threat to them. No. I'm just sitting in a little cabin up on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, pretty much. You know, I do but my things. I do my things. I do things. I do things. We do things. I just did a thing. Um. <laughs> so uh, before we start, I just you know, I just want to, th- because I asked this, yeah. um, and then we're gonna get into a more serious topic okay. or you know something that's useful, but <laughs> maybe possibly, um, but I oh before that, sorry, um, just for the people on Spotify, when you watch this on Spotify, if you're not aware of it, we stream this on Facebook Live when we do it, so I don't know when. But just look my name up on Facebook, and you can go there and watch it live if you want to. And then, so I think it's a little more interactive, just because you can ask questions if you want. Yeah, and you can yeah. also set up a thing like it's going to happen in eight hours. Or yeah, 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 yeah. We, we could probably do that. Do well, and not only that, you get to watch it like a week in advance, probably even longer. Oh, so right. oh, yeah. that's a benefit of going to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A marketing manager. Too. You know, you're like, you know. Facebook, YouTube, you know, God, they're all this, they're all the same. As long as you know, these guys don't kick us out, we're good. Yeah, because I don't do. think we would have made it far on YouTube already. So it's uh, not that I trust Mark Zuckerberg, no, at all. You know, really, and you know, it's not even that I. It's not that I don't trust him. There's just been, you know, that's a, it's a little too much energy in one person's direction, and that's a little too much sway over the public opinion. For I, well, I think the Twitter files kind of showed there's a lot of enmeshment of government organizations and these social media companies. Right. You know, like open and, source, right? That would be like, yeah, it's just all fair game. Well, yeah. if, if things are open source and decentralized, actually, without any human need to maintain them or be the company behind them. Then it's a very resilient system, mm-hmm. and I just figured there's some coming up. Noster's one of them. Yeah, I figured this is the platform I've used most, mm-hmm. you know, and I just never really got any other ones. Well, so we'll go. Young kids tell me that only old people use Facebook. I know. Well, I'm I, old. I got so some. <clears throat> I got some older. Where I didn't want to. I don't really hard to look at anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. mostly Twitter for me. Yeah. So anyway, if you're on Spotify, you can pop over it'll be on my page it's usually where i post it mm-hmm. so because you know i should like make something for the podcast which i kind of did but i don't <laughs> make really a thing spend what, much time on it what thing are you talking about oh like a face yeah there's a babylon the wide awake in babylon facebook page okay but i don't really do anything with it oh because you know it's only a promote 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 it's like yeah well, well it's just you know what i'm so annoyed by it like that I don't want to annoy anybody else with it. Ah, oh. you know what I mean. 
Yeah. So it's like, you know, having something where you get a post every day about, you know, you're special, you're love, you're something, or, you know, some wise guy from the past. And you can load them into your auto poster so mm-hmm. that you just do it once a week and then it posts them at the perfect time each day for you. Mm-hmm. Your, your deep thought. My, the deep thought of the day. <laughs> what is your deep thought of the day? Jack yeah. Andy. So before we had our technical difficulty, mm-hmm. which apparently seems to be fixed. Yeah, I'm getting a thumbs up from Job okay. over there. All right. So we were starting with the topic because it's going to be interesting. Okay. This could either be a pep rally or it'd be a condemnation of society. Who's really to know? Who's really to know? You're going to get happy or real sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in a decent mood, so it won't get too dark. I think so. I hope. So we were talking about how do you know if you're strong until it's been tested. Now, Tom, I know what you said is brilliant. And I'm pretty sure you could just pull it right out again. I, I think since it's the third time, I okay. think I got it this time. Okay, yeah, and you reminded me with cues. So that's okay. good. Uh, it was just simply that if you sit there and you're sitting in your couch going, I'm strong. But you don't really know. It's when life throws really hard stuff at you that you're like, and you get through it. Uh-huh. At the other side of that, you're like, huh. I got through and I, I thought it was going to die, but I didn't. It's like, hmm. Next time something comes at you and it's even bigger, you're like, eh, I got through the last one. I'll probably get through this one too. Yeah, yeah. And you just keep going and going and going and getting stronger in whatever way that is. It could be physical. It can be emotional, mental. I don't know. You know, you know what I think is a good aspect of that too, or a big aspect of that, is it learn, you learn how to respect the challenges in front of you. Yeah, that you love life, just regardless of what it yeah, puts yeah. at, at yeah, you. Yeah. That's what you're bringing to it. Yeah. But the challenges that life like puts in front of you, because I always say, you know, just do what spirit puts in front of you. Do what mm-hmm. life puts in front of you. Right? That's very challenging stuff. It's full of unknown. Right? And it's and I think for some, you know, the reason they don't feel like they're progressing anywhere is they don't respect the challenge, which kind of means they don't take it seriously, which kind of means it could be marginalized, and then it can just be theorized, conceptualized, and considered known, when there's really no entrance into what all that theorizing is representing. You know what I mean? It's trying to describe the great mystery, but describe it. Right. And so describe it, it's not the same thing as the great mystery. Right. Right. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, I mean, you know, it's like <clears throat> the idea that you can engage the great mystery with your mind. That's not going to work so well. It's no. going to be, well, it'll be some level of it, but it's like through a plastic window you can't really see through or something. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Sometimes it just, you know, it kind of rem- looks to me that the mind's like a canvas at that point. It kind of, you know, when you're in that kind of upper state, if you will, mm-hmm. the mind kind of looks like a canvas. That's just being painted on it. Whatever is coming this way. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the energy or the, you know, whatever that presence is at the moment, it just kind of paints it. The energy Mm -hmm. paints it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the mood mood you bring is how you feel. Well, you know, it's kind of like when you see the world and you're not in a good mood and you're down (laughs) and, you know, life sucks and things aren't going your way and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that yoga didn't pay off and, you know, all that stuff didn't work and just kind of sitting there and the world goes pale like depression sets in on mm-hmm. people i mean that's just the reality yeah and it it, it makes the world dull mm-hmm. right and then 
on the opposite side of that, and it's, you know, low energetic presence, right? Well, on the other side of that, when it's increased and you actually have like a presence of life force, it's what's thrown out. What you see is a more illuminated world. Mm-hmm. So to me, like the mind is like how it's, a, I don't know, maybe it's a way for whatever identities are running around here to maybe interpret it's what's the, happening inside of the us. shade and life force that you can either op- twist the knob and open it or close it more. And you're like, Oh, I just want to retreat. I don't want to feel anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the workshoppy shoppy stuff, it, it's trying to simplify everything, but life's uh, kind of complicated. It's quite challenging for anyone to maintain a, a level of awareness, a level of presence, a, le- a level of well-being, you know, an energetic, you know, kind of presence. That's a hard thing for people to maintain. Well, you think you have it, and then a big-ass thing hits you right in the face that you didn't expect. A challenge. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I, but you know, it's like, are those challenges that just show up, or did you see, do people see them coming, hmm. and they just don't? Respect it. I, I think they could be of either sort. There's the ones that they should have seen coming, but we're ignoring stuff. And there's ones that are just, hey, who knew? Right. Who knew? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's those challenges that are right in your face right yeah. now. But I mean, I think a good quality, a good chunk of them, good quantity of them, are are kind of seen coming. I mean, how? I mean, I, I remember <laughs> I have told many people that I've known that we're about to go off the rails, mm-hmm. that, hey, <laughs> you, you've heard me say it. To you me, <laughs> multiple occasions, but here, just go ahead and say it. <laughs> that, um, hey, you know you got a train coming at you, and <laughs> you're kind of laying there on the tracks. You are. You're just laying. You don't see it coming. You think that light, that, ah, no, that that's not the light. That's a train. And that's a headlight on a train. But it looks like the light. About to <laughs> nail you to the floor. Very enticing. <laughs> I mean, any I, to me, I think any kind of thing that offers there's some brilliant end is a lie. <sighs> well. Because so, there's no end to it. Oh, so if there's a brilliant end, is that's a like a fictional if ever happily ever after so. yeah i mean you know yeah it's an end but it had a beginning and but but the distance between the beginning and the end isn't going to be as long as you might think it's going to be hmm. you know so i find that you know and i i've found myself in a habitual state with this in my life in the past for sure then you know it's something that everybody will wrestle with it how would i put this it's like when you overcome something a challenge and you know and it was hard and it was dark and it were whatever whatever the quality of it was a trauma a stress a, you know a locked up feeling if you will mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it name it you know? sadness yeah name what ails you and you, whatever <laughs> but it's like when you overcome one of those mm-hmm. you it's like there's the desire to feel like okay now i can relax right yeah. and it's like and there's like this idea that I can relax and that's done. But that's as temporary as pretty much everything. I, it's just temporary. That's never going to be a long-term thing. And that's one of the things I think, you know, facing challenges as broad is you, you bring your presence to every moment, not because you, for any other reason than 
why not? <laughs> it kind of brings you to that. Well, if you're not feeling happy about life, that's why people would want to not be present to that. So if life isn't feeling so great, numb it out. Well, right? if life's not feeling so great, accept the challenge. Why not? Well, that's the harder path. Right. You know, absolutely the harder path. But is it harder or is it not respected? Because, you know, you look, like look at society as a whole. There are some problems that if you were to go talk to anybody in society about it, we all agree this is an issue, mm -hmm. right? Uh, doesn't mean it's going to get solved. No. Identifying the problem doesn't solve it. Right, right. And, so, and also, so here's the thing. Okay. Is identifying the problem, respecting it, what the problem is? And what it will take in well, the amount of attention that you might have to give it to unravel that. Acknowledge, knot. Acknowledging the problem. Is that what you're talking about? Like not just recognizing it or naming it, but acknowledging, acknowledging it. Acknowledging it and being with it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Just yeah. being with it. Yeah. And and that that's a challenge. I, I, I agree. And I, I part of what you're saying is like why won't people just stay with that presence? Like, why not? And it's not just, it's that they don't know. They were never taught this. They were never taught that this is important. I mean, the society doesn't value this presence. Right. They actually value the lack of it. Like you're a better worker if you can just focus and ignore all this life going around you. Right, right, right. In a way. Or the way you feel. Or the way you feel. Your just, it's eight hours. That's what you signed up for. And, and we generously give you two of your 52 weeks back each year to you mm -hmm. as the benevolent dictators we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like a lot of people run to it because of fear. Fear is really just a rejection of a challenge. Okay. Which is not respecting the challenge. To me, it's like, you know, there's, when we talk about like the you know any kind of negative entities and you got to get them out some of them you know you can ridicule and move on others yeah you're gonna have a stalemate i mean as you move and progress and you see what's in front of you and you see what really truly within your own being what can what's like a blockade to your more liberated state which to me liberated would mean a fullness of consciousness, a fullness of life force, and a fullness of presence that doesn't fade, that it maintains like a, a level of intensity that whatever life puts in front of it, it has that quality to approach it with. Am I making sense? Yeah, or be approached by it and not, not run away. <laughs> right. And that, to me, I mean, you know, as I get older, I can describe it differently than how it came out as a kid. But you know, on the long track of, you know, really doing this deeper work, that's kind of what I've seen is it changes, right? That when you're young and you're on it, you know, whatever you want to call that path of life you're on that to me, it's like, you know, is it a spiritual path? Nah, I don't necessarily know that. I mean, to me, I definitely feel that, you know, I do what spirit puts in front of me that, as far as I know, 
whatever's making everything around me, including you guys and everybody out there and the trees out there and the sky and the planets mm-hmm. and do 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 whatever's doing all that and making all that and being present and all that. It's pretty much the same thing. It's probably looking out of my eyeballs too. <laughs> yeah. Right. It seems to, well, that's even a logical thought, not even just a spiritual thought. Yeah. Yeah. So because, you know, sometimes I'll look at it like, you know, a squirrel and it'll look back at me. And there's no me and there's no squirrel. There's just this presence, right? And I like a, I mean, it's, I would call it recognition, mm-hmm. but it's a recognition at a level that's actually transmits energy back and forth, which kind of makes any identity about it just vanish. And now it's just mm-hmm. presence, squirrel, human, right? Yeah. And you're just all kind of observing this. Well, maybe not everybody has that squirrel experience, but one that's, easier for me to see or recognize is the baby and just like a newborn baby Mm -hmm. and just connecting eye to eye with them and just wow like they're just emanating this presence and you're like trying to conjure yours up to match that hopefully and not just making a big joke of it because you can just baby talk a baby to death but actually being present with one is like right super powerful yeah you know and i think you know if we look in you know nature nature is a challenge yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's, it, it uh rules with a darwinian hand of selection right but so therefore it's like dangerous in a way uh-huh, uh-huh. and then life that we <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even know if i would call it that the game we play on this planet mm-hmm. as humans society mm-hmm. primarily yeah 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 you know it's like when i when i look at that I I don't see presence. Right. No, it's diminished. That's not useful for consumerism. Right. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. Deep presence causes people to feel um, empowered. And empowered people tend to revolt if they feel like they're being subjugated in some way. And then if they discover they are, they could be very unruly. So, keeping people away from presence is useful for maintaining peace and order and happiness. So, then you're... So, basically, <laughs> you know, even... Doing any of that harder work is is going to be challenging within and without. Yeah. The one, when you were describing that, like, what is that one that's hard to get rid of? Like, there's some that are, like, easy to And right to me, I was like, oh, it's the ones that are deeply embedded within my being. The, my default response to the world, it, in my case, it's be making a joke of a thing that's actually rather serious. Mm-hmm. And it's as a deflection and a defense. Okay. And boy... If that's really ingrained in your soul or your being, it's like, well, how do you get rid of that? Right. That's, hmm, takes some real work. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, and it's, I don't think, I mean, I don't know. There's just, is someone going to, you know, the people who are going to engage that challenge mm-hmm. to really, really, you know, just see what life's put in front of you and be present for it, you know, and, and see your way through it. That's, I, I can't think of any better use of what's looking out of my eyeballs. Because to be subjugate, you know, just to be subjected to a lack of involvement in, in your own life <laughs> just, just seems dangerous to me. Well, when you numb out, you're saying it's, the, it's the hotel keeper vacating the hotel and just anybody can walk in. Right, right. So anything can walk in if you're just numbed out to oblivion. Yeah, and you know, and for me, it's like that. The reason I don't really like calling it spiritual is because I look at what 
a lot of that is in the world and how it's being marketed out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not there's nothing valid in it as far as I can see. Well, the teaching of the Nawals, the the your lineage is really just practicality. How practical and that can be arranged as people like it say, well, this is common sense and common sense is basically their perception of the world as it should be, mm-hmm. not necessarily as it is. Right. But real common sense is really being super practical about everything. Right. It's just what's the common. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's not there's no such thing that sense is far from common. Right, right. And it's well, yeah, that and you know, common sense, that is not something you know, people think, well, common sense, that's something everybody should know. No, no, no. Common sense comes from recognizing the commonality in all living things. Mm-hmm. And that all spaces have their qualities. <laughs> and that all landscapes have their qualities. Right? And not better, not worse, qualities. Not wishing the world away, but recognizing the world as it is. Right, right. And to be able to accept the challenges of different environments, mm-hmm. different points of view. <laughs> you know, yeah, just to be, you know, to be able to not, you know, it's like, I mean, being in society, you know, even participating in it in any way, it's like, it's a lost child. It really is. It's like, it's got, it's like a juggler that's trying to handle too many you know, torches at once. There's a lot of agendas all run bundled up in things that we don't even recognize as right. such. Right. And it's as you start unraveling them, you're like, oh wow. I there's a whole bunch of parts of your life that you kind of wish like, I didn't actually make all those choices. Those are given to me. <laughs> and I agreed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because and, that's how everybody does it. Yeah. And but the, that's ants. Yeah, well. <laughs> Ants That's may be ants. more spiritual than humans, actually, in my estimation. They seem to get along better. Well, they do what spirit puts in front of them very, very dutifully. Yeah. <laughs> I think the red ones and the black ones might have a little racism issue, but, you know. Because you those, see them, they the try black to kill ones each other. pinch. In the jungle, <laughs> you do not want to touch those dudes. No, 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 no. No, I can. I've seen quite a few. Yeah, I was with Enrique, and we were near, and I was like, I thought the place like, no, no, no. I was like, ah, he's not going to get me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't mess with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I think the big, one of the bigger challenges that, you know, is presenting itself to everyone in its own way. And I mean, I don't, you know, maybe it's not universal, but, you know, and I don't know what goes in, on in the minds of people, but just, you know, trying to put your finger on the pulse of what this, this whole system is, is, is completely falling apart. But, you know, in the game of society is tear the people apart. It's, it's not our friend. No, no. It's, no. Culture is nobody's friend. No. The tribe you're a part of is really not your friend. The, the people you sit with probably in your little organizations really aren't your friend. None of what these programs coming out of society are really your friend at all. They're up in your business. They're up in your ass. They're up in your head. They're, you know, constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's it it's like programming. It's kind of like join our little cult of personality. And, you know, and it's like there's all these little sub cults in the giant cult of society. There is. There's an interesting thing I was just reading about this society thing. It, mm-hmm. it is society is primarily in the world of american nature so we call it so western society sure, sure. 
but it's not really Western. It's actually American because you look at somebody like Germany or Italy, they're very, but really we don't get much from their culture, culture. They're not contributing to this, like how many German movies or, right. the, I mean, there's, they have from an Italian language, I'm sure, but there's something that's like really American. And then the other one that's really prominent is Japanese culture. And both of them came out of, apparently, part of this is pre-World War II, the propaganda machine to support the war. The mm -hmm. Americans had Disney make these great animated films that were for support the war, Liberty Bonds, all this stuff. Right, right. And the Japanese responded like, ooh, that looks good. And they came out with anime. And they had, they were the second, and the only two cultures that make these animated films are American and Japanese, actually, to this day, still. And it's really, it came out of a government psyops for war propaganda. So, hmm, hmm, if that's our culture, we start looking at through that lens, right? That would be really interesting. You know, and even if that's not true. Right. Right. And you know, it's like, so, you know, like, what is anybody going to do about that? That's the challenge. You're not. <laughs> well, opting out in some way. That's, you, all, that's the only choice I see. But yeah. at least partially. But you, if you, you can't opt out of your humanity. No, but when we go to the jungle for a month, we're opting out of our cell phones, sure, sure. social media, sure. and it's like heaven. It's like, oh, and you're in the jungle. And it's like, shit, I feel human again. <laughs> like I'm an ape on this planet and I eat things and that's what I do and not much else. Mm -hmm. So you can opt, maybe that's, that's going to be a brief thing, a few weeks, whatever, but then it can come back into life and go, okay, now look at this crazy human circus we've created and how am I actually going to respond to it and participate in it and not participate in it? I mean, you know, to, how, to navigate it is yeah. really to me, it's like, okay. Cause you know, I, it wears thin on everybody. I mean that I've seen all, uh, you know, what wears on it? Just navigating society, yeah, yeah. trying to navigate yeah. like everything coming down the pipe. How do I pay the bills? Right. And well, you know, and then how much bandwidth you give to nonsense. Mm-hmm. How much bandwidth do you give to problems that aren't yours? How much bandwidth do you give to what are they doing? What is this person doing? You think what you're is being helpful, doing? perhaps. Yeah. To somebody. <laughs> how, do you, how much bandwidth do you give to your own propaganda? I mean, you know, it's like yeah. you got a limited amount of bandwidth. And if you give too much of that to things that really are nonsensical, then this is going to be far more difficult. And to give more bandwidth to what's actually looking out of the eyeballs, the commonality everyone's kind of common sense. Is that what commonality and common, is that where you're making the link? Because I'm still trying to pull like what is this commonality that you're alluding to or, or describing? Because I have it with certain people. I believe we have it. Okay. Yeah. That, so so um, is it like camaraderie of some sort? It, you know, I, I guess the most simple way it shows itself is. Oh, you, you just can read what's necessary in the moment and just carry it out, hmm. right? That there's a need that's arisen, and I see it and you see it, but no words are exchanged. It's just handled. Do you understand what I mean? It's how we treat Isaac on the regular. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. we say things and he doesn't understand what's going he, on. But, you know, <laughs> it's this. There are no rites of passage for young men. Not anymore. Not no, good no. ones. Not good ones. Right. Video games are not a right. <laughs> no, no, no. So, you know, he's at his ripe age. Yeah. We're putting him through them now. We've never tied him to a tree ever. Yet. I mean, I 
I got picked up, but I don't remember. I think it was some of the best stuff that ever happened to me. Hmm? You mean, like crying like a little bitch. I feel like you guys. <laughs> was it violent? It was violent to my ego. Oops. Which was the part of me that needed to die. And you were angry in that part? Justified? Well, I was a whiner. Like everything in my life was like, and Chris did a good job at just poking that all the time. Dang, 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 dang. Well, it, it's, I mean, in the commonality, because, you know, there's people can share thoughts with each other, but, you know, how, how universal and common is that? You know, how relative is it to how many people? You, you, so, it's not about enjoying the same activities. Like, we both play pickleball, so we're Yeah, friends. right, 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 right. <laughs> so, that's not, yeah, we listen to the same music. Let's we, go, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you like me and I like you, and pretty soon you're married to a serial killer. You wouldn't know. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's like the, the common sense. I mean, you know, in order to share that with anybody, they have to know what commonality is. They have to know what that common thing that runs through everybody and everything is. And they have to know mm -hmm. that you go against that and, and what it's calling for, then you're going to face some pretty big challenges and challenges that, you don't necessarily need to have, but in choosing to numb and distract and entertain, you you will experience. It's just going to happen. Yeah, the crash comes. Well, the, yeah, the high brings the crash. One desire leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads. It's like heroin. The dragon. The dragon. Chase the dragon. Chase that dragon. We have a video game called Chase That Dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, just push this button. Keep pushing it. Right. No faster now. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. doing a good job. Keep going. Oh, feel all dopamine. Yeah, yeah. You never catch the dragon, Dad. <laughs> the guitar Queero, I think they called it. Oh, that is a good episode. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Where the yeah. kids playing it uh -huh. acoustic. Uh huh. They're playing in bowling alleys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The problem is it's satire, but then it comes true. It's like, there's all these things that are really weird. Well, you know, it, it's, if, one of the challenges is, is staying aware in your own field of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty tough. Because if you're looking at everything outside of you, your awareness, it's like all your soldiers are gone from the Citadel. They're all out there. Oh, when you're numbed out, you're just basically deployed your troops to the, a field. Right. <laughs> kind of. And so your king is sitting there at, the, sent end them of, down to at the end of the, the chessboard with nobody, no pawns around whatsoever. And it's easy to checkmate that. Right. So, you know, it's like one of the challenges is maintaining your awareness inside of what is your domain of consciousness. Because as many of you don't, and you're susceptible to pretty much anything out there. Some are stronger, and they won't buy into the weird stuff. Mm -hmm. Others not, and they turn into conspiracy nuts. So it's not being it's not being like hyper vigilant, aware, and no, no, paranoid. No, no, I don't think it's that. And no, I that's what that leads to. Or it can just lead to I don't even want to see anything going out outside of this much a view of my world. I just want to look down and don't want to see anything. Right until something slips through an open door. Yeah. A crack in, well, the, in the defense because you can't hold that. Yeah. Yeah, because awareness 
it has to it, it has to be used in a it, there's a it has to be grown not used that's probably the better way of saying it isn't it the interface for interacting with life anyway your awareness your attention it's your your keyboard <laughs> that's interfacing with the thing called life whatever that is well you know and it, to me it's like so it part of the the issue i think in even talking about any of this stuff hmm. is there's certain things that are forces and there's cer certain things that are matter and the forces have effect on the matter right so some things are only understood in the realm of matter and some things are will not be understood in the realm of matter mm. you know so there's going to be like a lot of mysteries involved in that right and that's where the awareness really comes in handy <laughs> things may not be the way they appear to be mm -hmm. you may be being influenced and your awareness may be being um dominated changing your mind about something you're very certain about is incredibly challenging mm -hmm. and something that a lot of humans never can do right once but, it's implanted there it is but it's worth checking out all of your beliefs and putting them to some test mm -hmm. through life <laughs> is that true that thing i believe is that right does that actually work or not work or whenever whatever way that is right you know and to me i think that when people sense any kind of you know danger in in their interaction and the way they're going to interact they just put up the wall and they don't look and it's like you you know that's the way forward that's you just you can't just stop right and it's like so you have to call that awareness back to yourself and you have to see what it's being absorbed by hmm. you know because there's infinite things out there for it to be absorbed by in all kinds of combinations energetic sinkholes mm -hmm. <laughs> pretty much you know just flights of fancy temporary fixes mm -hmm. um maybe even experiences hey <laughs> somebody looking in our window <laughs> he's lucky we're not paranoid people that's a good thing because we probably would have you know <laughs> jumped first before we looked <laughs> <laughs> it's mountain property you don't just walk on and look through windows the coney's here the coney's here hey come on in the coney take your seat we don't have a camera for him though do we he can sit over here he sits over there da, 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 da. how was your trip to denver <laughs> meh all right <laughs> meh denver that's that should be its its slogan denver i man. was there last night i was <laughs> telling the denver people that live there i was going man this is weird being in the city man this is like getting through traffic to get downtown is like oh see here's the thing here's how you do it if you were born in the country i wasn't then you got to move to a city okay right and then decide right but you i mean in order to really appreciate and understand what living in the mountains is you, you kind of need to know what the city is because then when you come up here you, you appreciate and you more. spend weeks away from that city environment mm -hmm. and then you go down into it yeah you it's like the toxicity of it all is normal to everyone 
I know it's got this vibe that's just uh-huh. a little manic, a little off the rails. A well, little, and well, people don't see it that I, way because it you, seems very normal. I guess, like, but I like the things that happen. That's what some people said last night. It's like I really like Denver for all the th- fun things to do. I didn't press on what those were, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun things, fun things. Bowling alleys are fun. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I maybe it's a curse. I think I'm carrying a curse. You are uh, not allowed to have fun curse. <laughs> <laughs> My, it's just my awareness is always trained on the why. And mm-hmm. that is going to be, I mean, to me, that's a big challenge. I can, you know, the who, the what, the where, the when. That's all matter. Yeah. Why is the force? You, know, you know what I mean? I Yeah, I do. So, so what is the intention? What is the... What's the actual intention behind this whole thing that's happening right now? Not the stated intention. Right. That's right. That's you know, it's it's like this energy has come in. Here we are. You're going to have an experience. You're going to have a, a an event. Let's have an event. You got all kinds of people involved in that event. Yeah. And they're all coming in from different angles. And some of them you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them you think you know. And some, some think they know you. And some don't know either way. Yeah. And you know, sometimes just two strangers. Yeah. That's yeah. all okay. I mean, just, and then just roll with whatever occurs in that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be aware. Be aware. Be aware. The, those, those situations are challenging. Because here's the thing. The energy comes in. You got mm-hmm. this whole group, right? They're all playing with that same energy, tracing different patterns in a realm where all patterns are pretty allowed. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm just. So. Okay. It's like, (laughs) you know, it's like when, you know, like when you're in the jungle and after ceremony, people want to talk and this is my experience. It's my experience. There's something else that links that much deeper than. When the energy was in the room, mm-hmm. and it's painting a world for you, it's painting a world for you, it's painting a world for me and everyone else in the room, when you come out of that, is it, do you share what it painted for you and do you share what it painted for you? Or do you share the commonality of what was allowing that whole thing to go on in the first place. The state of being that you've arrived at Mm -hmm. is that common to them. Because here's the thing about commonality. If you're in a higher vibration and you know when I say that, it's like you, it's not even like you've achieved anything. All you've done is you've learned how to respect your own awareness again that it's there for the challenges life puts in front of you not for you to dilly dally around with it's not that you can't dilly dally around but you got to do what life puts in front of you first right work before play right this ain't a credit system (laughs) you don't you know it's not i will gladly you know blah 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 for a blah 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 today it's like that's not how this works Right, that yeah. you know. Sometimes it's harder. Sometimes it's easier. Exactly. Exactly. Close that window. You know, and yeah. sometimes when it's harder, you can make a bigger mess 
out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and equally, sometimes when it's easier, you can make a bigger mess out of it. And the only yeah. thing that's going to help you not do either one of those is how much of your awareness have you gotten back? How much have you respected the challenge of having it unified once again that it's it's a more concentrated thing that can actually grow because it is concentrated, right? And permeate states of consciousness, right? If you can get into those states, which is just really, what is it? It's the it's well-being. It's, it's kind of like the doubling up of life force. It's presence. It's pure intelligence presence. Right. If you can get to that place and make that a commonality between you and another, mm-hmm. that is going, to, but it'll be an energetic presence thing. It won't be a, let me tell you about words. You know, yeah. It's like going to be a concept thoughts. or. You know, when I strut in in my shaman clothes, you know, it's a vibe. You know, it was dangling with all the jewels. I, I can't watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. So, uh, it's okay. So, a good example of you're saying is in the jungle after ceremony, you're in this higher state because you've just been through a whole experience and you're in a state of presence so that you're saying this commonality is strong at that time, even though you all had very different, like some. But he may have had a really difficult night. Another one just had really beautiful, like just, it was nice. There was mm-hmm. flowers and things or whatever. And even those different experiences, you still at this state of vulnerability, awareness, presence, what is, and not worried about what will be or what has been. See, I don't, I, I would, I wouldn't call it vulnerability because hmm. that kind of has a weird connotation to it these days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, an ability, openness, an though, ability mm-hmm. to have strength and openness. That's that's it, and it it will look like well, I guess to me, and maybe I experience it as well. What I mean by that, I think, is what it does is it gives you the confidence to stay in that state of transmission with another, mm-hmm. right, and actually value it mm-hmm. and recognize it and throw the visions away because. I don't ever talk yeah. about my experiences. Actually, I advise others that yeah, it's I mean, you know, I the, not the visions are stunning, and you know, some of them I would like to see on a painting on a wall. But I can always ask someone to do that. You know, but yeah. they won't paint what I saw. But you know, something. I, I never took a painting, so I guess I could just make AI art and call myself. Yeah, <laughs> make yourself really successful that yeah, way. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I painted this art, art, art. <laughs> I. I I, I command prompted this art into existence. <laughs> I, I'm a prompt engineer artist. <laughs> what? It's important. I do important work. You know they're gonna write movies, and they're just gonna they're be gonna be like, better than what we're probably getting now. Because jeez, Hollywood. <laughs> Like, That's how you really feel, Tom. I'm, I'm just saying, okay, go back, take Joseph Campbell, it's called The Hero's Journey, and plaster some more characters and events on top of it. They're just going to start really nice, then something bad happens, that bad thing happens, and our hero has to go through this bad thing, almost dies. And then 
comes through miraculously. That's and pretty much every movie. And then you go back home and really give the gift much. of your knowledge as what you learn. It really pretty much is every movie. <laughs> it is. Inevitably. I mean, if you look at the Coen Brothers movie, they're actually the exact same movie over and over again with different <laughs> backdrops and characters, but the plot is exactly the same. <laughs> well, I think Carl Jung talks a lot about that. Oh, yeah. Like the, yeah, and that's like one of the most common archetypes across all societies is like so, the hero's journey. So AI is going to do that better than... Humans just prompt in, okay, on a golf course with tennis. Well, we're on, all on an artificial journey, so you might as well. Artificial. Letting your artificial intelligence do. <laughs> you know, and I, to me, it's like, I don't really know what the big deal with artificial intelligence really is. People, <laughs> human beings have been, their intelligence has been artificial for probably thousands of years. Ever since there was a king, a noble, a ruler, a guy, you know, a guru. Yeah, that, yeah, pretty much. Well, I always see it as... Infor data, information, knowledge, wisdom are like different hierarchies of things we call intelligence. Information is a weird word. It is. Because it's data is this thing, and then data is numbers or things, and you apply meaning to it. It certainly becomes information. But what if the data is a lie? What? Oh, oh, it can be. And the information can be a lie too, for sure. Mis mis we call it misinformation or malinformation. How, do you, how would you recognize that in the world? Well, George Orwell recognized <laughs> <laughs> He's got a prescription for that. Yeah, it's called in your pocket, and one day it'll be in every room of your house, if it's not already. Alexa? Well, you, you know, like when in 1984, right? George Orwell's yeah. book. It was the telescreen. Oh, yep. yeah. Well, right. That was the thing. So we're talking about. Yeah, and and there you had to have one in every room, and all of your interactions had to happen on it. And if you were caught putting something over it or turning it off, then the now we just carry it. With I don't us. know if they called them the police or that thought, thought, thought police. Thought police would come in and say, "Yo, what are you doing?" Yeah, you're having bad thoughts, mm -hmm. mal thoughts, not authorized thoughts. But it's interesting because it's like, oh, we would never let that happen. You're excited by the ads for them selling it to you. Everything they're selling to you is that. Mm -hmm. And it will always be that. You know, and it's like the only thing that's going to recognize this is the awareness being common in commonality with the thing looking out of the eyeballs. Because that thing knows that, you know, you're only here for a really short time, right? And if you invest all of your awareness in being here, when it's time to go, you're going to forget where you are going. And then you are going to be enticed with ads to come to the light. It'll have a trademark on it, right? Light. Ah, the tunnel of light. Dr. Well, Gamble, yeah. light. <laughs> this broadcast is brought to you by the tunnel of light. Tunnel of light. Yeah. Tunnel of light. Because you want to do this shit over again. <laughs> We've. We've got what you've been looking for. Because you didn't have enough fun the first time. Or the second. Or the third or the fifth or the right. eighth or the hundredth. If it's if it's Mercedes light though, it kinda sounds nice. I don't want like Ford light. <laughs> want You're not light. American. <laughs> like a good German light. <laughs> you Nazi. Always <laughs> goes there. You know Can't what I just and, and that's to me is why. The challenges life puts in front of you, you have to have respect for it. You have to have respect for the enemy standing in front of you, if that's what it is. You have to have respect for the engagement you're going to have to participate in to advance forward in whatever it is you're doing. 
And that may be just even basics. Boom. That is always. Well, yeah, it's always best to start there because if those are skipped over, then you're trampling on a house of cards. Right. Dancing and, on house and of cards. And the ultimate challenge to me on planet Earth is this thing that's experiencing the world that, as far as I know, it's looking out of my eyeballs, it's beating my heart. It's about all I know about it, other than it's looking out of my eyeballs. And, you know, it seems to be that when I really look at another living thing, there's a transmission there that kind of hits what's looking me. It's like it amplifies what's looking behind. It, I. I don't even know if it's amplifying what's looking out of the eyeballs. It's amplifying this awareness within that's aware of the whole process of looking at eyeballs. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> well, yeah. I understand, though, that, you know, why people would say that, well, it's spirit. Spirit's just straight looking out of your eyeballs. If you don't get in the way, it's there. And how do you not get in the way? You keep your awareness in completely. I wouldn't say fixated on it, but focused on that and seeing everything in life mm -hmm. through that lens. Well, even just saying, okay, it's spirit. To me, I'm like, okay, now what's that mean? Is that right. God? I mean, then it, you haven't solved the mystery. Right. You just labelized. Yeah. Well, see, but the, the thing is, is you can actually, and that's why the commonality of states of being is, is extremely important. Oh, okay. So back to commonality, and that's where you're getting at is these that experience of me and you can sit here and not say a word. Mm -hmm. This whole room will disappear, and we'll be somewhere else, and just like rainbows. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and it's like there are those people that you interchange. You know, I've had that exchange with many people where they sit in front, and we'll be sitting there, no words, no need for words, no thoughts, and just sit there. People, it's weird. Mm -hmm. But when you're actually doing that for real and there's no manipulation going right. on, there's just an observer meeting an observer. It's almost like the identity goes down because there's no thoughts. Mm -hmm. So what's left? Well, the presence is left. So the awareness shifts to the presence and the presence emanates. Mm -hmm. And then as your presence emanates, it kind of reaches out to the presence in them, mm -hmm. trying to bring it forward to emanate or if they already are clear enough they can emanate and you get to this place where the two emanations meeting will just completely throw the you know like when you're sitting there with someone what's behind them is no longer the wall that you're aware the yeah. scenery it's a big montage of energy it's this big it's almost like a tunnel of energy is how i experience right. it you, they, you see this kind of boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom, boom, and you feel more alive mm-hmm that's the, that's you know when I ask someone you know I feel I feel more alive, right? Quiet mind, sitting in that place of commonality, and the reason it's common is there's no words needed to exchange it, right? Mm -hmm. It just can happen, and the and it the the trick is how. Well, uninvested are you in these ideas about people and things in the moment that it's necessary to be and then bring that presence so you can extract the commonality if that it's almost like extracting the power not from another 
mm-hmm. from the exchange. That's what I like. That's why I always say the win-win situations are best. We're both feel empowered. Mm-hmm. We're both feel respected. We're both people's challenges. We're met with equal respect, but clarity as well. Yeah, it's dropping the idea of that person or the story or the narrative or whatever you think and just be with what is. Right. So the challenge in this world is, okay, you you have hopes and dreams. <laughs> Go achieve those hopes and dreams. But you're going to have to accept the challenge of people <laughs> and ideas you don't like and people expressing themselves in ways that are offensive. Mm-hmm. And you can let that stop you. You can let that get in your way. You can let that occupy your awareness until you are just, uh, your heart is about to give out because there's just too much stress, tension, anger, whatever, frustration in there that you're about to fucking explode. Yeah, the world's not behaving as you wish it to. Right. Which is never the case. Right. So for me, it's like to really devote oneself to the presence that's looking out of their eyeballs. It's not do whatever you want, get whatever you want. (laughs) It's limit that enough that you could do with do what it's putting in front of you. And well, I don't know what it's putting in front of me. Then bring your awareness to bear on it, which means, you know, well, what does that mean? Pay attention to the way you feel. Mm -hmm. Is it right? Do you feel good? Do you, do you feel guilty of anything? Do you feel like you've wronged someone? Do you feel like you're not doing something? You're not getting something done? Okay, and if you do, there's going to be that feeling that rises up. That's called your challenge, right? And you just it, we just have to clear what consumes the life force so we can actually participate in these challenges, mm-hmm. right? So... The challenge feels like something I don't want. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but it's not because it's not good for me. It's like, I don't want to do that thing. I know that's right for me, but it's hard and I don't want to do that. Yeah, and flexing is I don't. Stupid. I don't want to have that conversation because that one's going to really ruin my whole day. <laughs> but it, if it don't, it's going to ruin my whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to me, it's like confidence. Um. Sometimes what you see in people isn't confidence. There's, they're being enabled somehow. Mm. So they're being propped up. It's not confidence. It's the attempt. They've learned how to take someone else's attention and make it useful for themselves. Is it almost imitating another person or like using their way of being as their new way of being to try to be something they're not or fake it to make it sort of thing? I have one person I could think of okay. that comes to mind that they're out there in the world doing their activities. I can't say too much because, you know, I don't want to give it away. I'm nice that way. Doing their activities, telling the world about, you know, the things they've got, things they've got going on, mm-hmm. all this stuff, and, you know, how they're really cruising and doing their thing and it has nothing to do with their effort with their effort yeah that they're Mm -hmm. actually in a place where they're extracting you know um the things they need to look good in the world and they're basically taking resources from others 
prop up their image mm. they're presenting in the world. Mm. Right. And acting like, you know, oh, my life is smooth. I got all my bases are covered. But if anyone was to look, most of their bases are covered by other people. Man. And that it, there is no way that feels good to anyone. Yeah. It just does. There's just no way that feels good to anyone. Not at all. It just can't. But it kind of has, doesn't look authentic anyway, right? It's got a vibe that's a little bit. Yeah, but the thing is, is, you know, the image is so, the thing that's out there in every aspect of everything going on, right? I mean, that they're, they're you, even the ones that are saying, oh, I'm not part of the system, then why are you using its tactics to get what you're wanting? Well, right? It's like it's very you, very difficult not to be part of the you system. you 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 don't want to be a part of the system part of the society but you want to use its standards to judge other people. Mm. So you can't have it both ways, and the <laughs> fact that you would play that game anyway means you're off track. Oh, you're trying to prove uh, it, inevitably. I mean, you know, this could really just run this show to its bitter end. Because what do you talk about after this? I mean, inevitably, um, this whole world we're living in, mm -hmm. it's not, you're, you're not going to be in it that long. 80, 90, 100 years? Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. 50, 40, Maybe. 25. <laughs> and, every, you know, there's this interesting, because, you know, like, I listen to people talk about, with like a, a an air of expertise, ayahuasca this, ayahuasca that, plant mm -hmm. medicine this, and shipibo that. Mm -hmm. blah 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 and they're so sure of it and it's like wait a minute you son of a bitch <laughs> if you've actually drink an ayahuasca then you already know that life is one giant fucking mystery so how the hell are you sure of anything you know what i mean i know what you mean i don't pretend to know me the neither of me neither medicine. and what it you know for me i mean what it really has become over the years is uh it's like a commonality again. It's a common place I meet. It's like a place you can interact with those that, uh, let's just say some of those have a lot of power and it's quite nice to have uh, that allegiance with, that alliance, that commonality, that connection to a real strong energy. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, that's a that's a pretty awesome thing to have, right? And in power, you mean a power that is in uh, in service of one's personal power? No, yeah, right. It's just in service of making you mature, understanding, and wise, yeah, and intelligent enough to be able to do the thing that life has put in front of you, and the thing that's looking out of your eyeballs, which you really don't know anything about, is to do in that. And how to make, you know, not even make sense out of that. How to know what, what is it, where is it you're supposed to be? What is it you're supposed to be doing? Because, you know, that's driving people nuts. Well, within that is your life's purpose. But it's really simple. It's not like this big grandiose thing like, I am Indiana Jones and I'm going to save the world in this way. It's more like, oh, I'm going to deal with the mess in my life today and make it a little bit better. <laughs> and bit by bit, it gets a lot better. Perhaps. But when you say, you know, life's purpose, 
Well, life's what's looking out of your eyeballs. It's not. A, so it's not like this multi-decade thing. It's the in the moment. What is what's present? But I think that people kind of you know they they capture that and they yeah. make it about themselves. Personalize everything. Yeah, and that you there's you know it's like I think that is kind of the trap we fell into. Personalize the world. Yeah. It's like ah, uh, that's a little too much. I mean, it's okay to do that, and you should do that to a point. Otherwise, you have no humanity, right. and human race goes bye bye. But yeah, not this far. If you're the savior, there may be some more reflection needed. <laughs> <laughs> but be the best, you know. Be what you can be, but maybe be all you be can, all you can be. The damn army, be all you can be. We can be all you can be, and I'm sure Hallmark has recommendations as well. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I yeah. you know, it, inevitably, the thing looking out of our eyeballs is the journey. That thing is not limited mm. to the space time. Hmm. If it was, then ayahuasca wouldn't do jack shit to you. Wouldn't put you anywhere, hmm. right? So there, you have these accesses to things that, you know, and it's like, oh, you're not supposed to. Yeah, said the prison guard. Don't take your consciousness there. That's too well, that's yeah, unsafe. I mean, no, when we were kids, you know, that's ooh, those those psychedelics. Ooh, that's the devil. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to play with your. You're not supposed to expand your consciousness. Say no to drugs, and that's all drugs, kids, except for the prescription yeah. ones that we say are Trust totally the guys okay the white and have no coats. side effects whatsoever. Yeah. Trust and take thirty five of them, and I'm sure you're going to feel just fine. Mm -hmm. No interactions between them that we've never studied. <laughs> but you know to be to even try to explore consciousness with awareness and having that amplified by plants that's the society i mean it's weird i'm watching it turn because it really kind of has i mean it's being talked about on like tv shows and shit so it's pretty popular oh, psychedelics man was it so demonized when we were growing up well demonized well illegalized Straight it was just schedule one stop us yeah what it didn't stop us. Well, I didn't. You, I didn't have as cool of friends. I was, I was part of a different. I was not the cool kid, and I was taught that alcohol's really good for you. There was no peer pressure in anything we did because you know most of the time, honestly, it was me by myself, or me and Jaffo, or me and Jaffo and our friend Kim, who I won't say her last name because yeah. she's a preacher's wife now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've had wildly different upbringings. <laughs> so no, I mean, really. And then occasionally we would invite someone in. But, you know, this, it was weird because we could walk around in a the most protective bubble. I mean, we were all over L.A. We were all over Orange County. I mean, we and were running all bad over. things should have happened. But and they I'd didn't. be sitting there with them. And, oh, God. It'd be, you know, because they'd start. Like, you guys, you do realize that. We're all at Disneyland, and no one else knows about us. <laughs> that right now, this is Disneyland, and no one else realizes it but us. We're all taking Disneyland seriously. Yeah. And so we could play. There was no, like, bad trips. There was no, you know, like, in a corner. I mean, Jaffo had a few experiences where <laughs> he spun out a little bit. You know, but it, it because, you know, and really what it did, what did it is, he, you know, you never knew it in the time we were doing it but afterwards 
he was introducing method to his life, which was just mm. making it. And we didn't, you know, he knew not to bring it around. He knew we wanted mm. nothing to do with that. That's bullshit. I'm not, we're not going to that. that. So, you yeah. know, when you start mixing that shit together, yeah, you're going somewhere. It's real dark. Well, you're going to go somewhere that your imagination is going to help create. And it's really going to be dark. That's just not, how it's yeah. going to be. Yeah. 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 You know, and in the end, he definitely, you know, he had moved with his family up to Lancaster, California. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a dear friend of mine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wild man. Reminds me of, did you ever see, well, you know, really, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? I know. The that was kind of me and him. And yeah. he was the crazy, crazy one. It was weird because, you the know. The lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't that book that inspired us to do that. We did that. After high school, it was off for three months. We're doing mm-hmm. this. I mean, we ended up in Vegas. We ended up in Big Bear. We ended up in Mammoth. We ended up in San Francisco, San Jose. I mean, we were just all over, out the desert. We go out mm-hmm. to the desert a lot. You know, and just me and him, just hanging out. And that's pretty much did most of it. You know, and just really a lot of exploring. And he was, you know, but when he moved to Lancaster, was his family. After all that, that's a big meth district. I mean, I went up to visit him once. And, he, you know, it's like, hey, well, you know, we were still young. It's like, hey, where's everybody hang out? And he was like, oh, they hang out over here. And it's like all gangster. It's all thug. Hmm. It's all trying to be tough. It's all meth. It's, you know, kind of desert ratty kind of thing. Hmm. And he got tied up in that and just, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would freak out. I got him, you know, he was working with me in on this construction site. And we were going at night and I had a contract to clean the windows on on condos. Made a ton of money doing it. But he would I would, you know, felt sorry for him. Get him out of that environment, come down and help me. And I mean he had already lost a lot of weight, his face was caving in, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh one night I just watched him break apart. And I said, what's going on, man? He's like, there's a demon standing behind that tree. Mm. We're talking about a tree that was just, it's about that big around. Two inches, three inches. Yeah, I'm like, man, you're spun. And I tried, you know, I took him back to my house, tried to get him off of it, mm-hmm. let him be there like a week. He called some girlfriend from up there. She comes down with a couple of friends. And, you know, he it's just dark. made up an excuse to go. And I'm like, you know, hey man, you know, and it's in, you know, that's when I realized that, you know, people aren't going to go in the same direction. Mm-mm. Some people are going to choose to jump ship. You know, you might think that you've got this comrade for life. That might not be the thing. Yeah. You know, life can break that and they can break it and you can break it and all kinds of things can break it. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, you know, in any kind of friendship like that, it's like you, you got, you got to risk. You got to respect the challenges that people are in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to give some some attention to that if you're going to be close to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, it's like, you know, trying to bring people into a state of commonality. It's a little bit higher than we all like the Barbie movie. Right. You know, and in like a presence place where you feel like you're, you know, like a part of a unified something anyway, you know, without any real definition on that or connotation you know you you have to care about people i found that huh you can't really do any of that work without actually caring about the person mm, you, you have to yeah, yeah but then also the other harder lesson for me was that you can't care more about somebody's healing than they care themselves and that's the hard and that is a real hard one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can be helpful you can help provide an environment 
to have healing happen, but nobody can heal but themselves. Mm -hmm. It's ultimately, it's an inside job. Right. So, to me, I think, you know, going for healing, I mean, it's, it, it, when you need it, you need it. You know it. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, anybody who's really keen, to, you know, is doing any kind of real work for real on the, you know, achieving a state of well-being once again. Mm -hmm. You know, you know they may they know when they need healing if it's a real deal. I, if you've been do. through life and you haven't done any, you probably if you got to, shot in the back, you probably want to you know go have the bullet removed, do some healings. But I mean, have a spa day. Life causes right? life causes trauma. It's just a trauma causing event <laughs> with many episodes, yeah, and of varying intensity. And um, we don't often slow down enough to uh, say, you know what. That was, that was hard. That was painful, and there's something still there from that. And I should probably look into that. Well, do something about it, right? And then, you or else it just meant, like sits there as this like energetic, yeah, and that thing will go cancerous or something horrible inside yeah, yeah. the body because it's stuck energy that just needs to be released. Right, right. And you're just energy. So stuck energy inside of an energetic pattern is probably going to be a nefarious little play. Well, that's where things go stagnant. Yeah, yeah. Things that don't move. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, it's like, so now you got something to contend with, though. Because, you know, it's like one of, the, one of those lyrics in the Grateful Dead song. You know, current fashion sets the pace. Lose your step, fall out of grace. And so, no one has time yeah. to check on how they feel, mm, right. to check on the path they're on, to check that, are you in a relationship you really want to be in? Well, Are you really, 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 really dedicated to what you've got going on in your life? Is your awareness really there with you? Is your presence really there with you and in the things you're doing? Or do you go on autopilot and those things just do themselves and you check in and go, oh, shit, what the fuck's going on? Oh, God, now I got to do something. <laughs> you know makes, what I mean? It makes the eight hours go by faster if you zone out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to me, it's like... Man. If it, I'm not. I'm not going to go have a, a a cup of chamomile tea during a hard day. A what tea? A chamomile tea? Oh no, no. Except a hard day. You have a double latte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go through the day. All right, All right. You know, and it's and the challenge really has been for me for many years now, the sustaining. How to sustain a state of energetic presence, a state of well being. A state of connected intelligence, common sense, commonality, connected to what is looking out of my eyeballs, having that clear of debris. So there's an unfettered connection to whatever the force is that's kind of making all this happen because I'm just kind of part of what's happening right now, right? Yes. I mean, <laughs> Look at it's not happening to me, it's not happening for me. More it's importantly, just kind it's of happening and I'm in it. And you're not just looking at it from a disembodied observer of it. You're actually in it. Yeah, I feel the waves, the energy. I smell the <laughs> stuff in the air. I can, you know, sense the... Now that I'm older, I can sense the barometric pressure. The lower back. <laughs> yep. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's just interesting to me that, you know, we we don't value awareness. It's to uh, to us. It's like it's like a currency about to die. Yeah. Well, it's used as a currency. The attention economy is what we're in. Yeah, well, it's always been that, hasn't it? I I don't know, but it's definitely ramped up. Well, like even gold. Okay, so 
gold as money. Okay, I will even go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what the only thing you get for, well, you get products, but inevitably, product aside, what you're getting for money is human energy. What money is supposed to store human energy. Right. So and you get a guy well. with a mm. bunch of it. That represents a lot of human energy. Yeah. So he can take that human energy mm -hmm. and move it in any direction he wants. Right. And, and there's going to be all the people that require that guy, right, for their whatever, and they're going to sway right along with it. Well, yeah, this is the, um, the curse of centralization and then the concentration of wealth and power. So each dollar represents a unit of human energy. Because you're not, I mean, I could walk up to that tree and said, hey, how about you make some oranges tomorrow? I'll give you 50 bucks. Just, yeah, it's just going to look absurd. And then you're going to probably go down to Pueblo and get analyzed. <laughs> so, right? If you're kind of harm to yourself, you're banging your head against a tree and going, why won't you give me some oranges? Oh, because you can't actually get more life just by having more money necessarily. So, 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 so let's, okay. let's get a little deeper into this. All right. Okay. Cause people are gonna have to realize the trap all this can be. Right. And it's like, well, you know, I just, because it, the only way you can express that freedom is in consumerism. Hmm. The only way you can express human energy tied up in money is through consumerism. Through trade. You're putting a, a term of consumerism, this negative connotation of you bought things you don't fucking need and you know it. <laughs> that sort of thing. But, but that's not actually true. I mean, there, it actually enables human trade. And it enables human trade through time and space. And money is a way that we worked today and we can capture some of that in a monetary value and then utilize that years down the road, perhaps. <sighs> Deploy it. And it's not always for security's sake. I say that accumulation of wealth is for optionality's sake. They have more options of how to respond to the world with that greater stored energy. And it is human energy and it's perhaps just your own human energy. But but I, I feel like I have more options with less money. I've had a lot of I money. I think you have, have to look for more options with less money. So it makes you aware that, that, oh, they're yeah, that there are more track right. and there's other yeah. tracks. And the one that mm. lights up might not be the one that's yeah. convenient for you. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean, that, I mean, that's my story. So I, like, I, I can say that definitively. I mean, I know so, a lot of people who missed mm. a life-changing experience for the better. Mm -hmm. Because it was going to be inconvenient. Inconvenient, right. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm not saying it gives you every options in life or anything, but with, with no money, your options shrink, I think. If you have no way to feed yourself, put a roof over your head, any of those things. Well, yeah. Whew, it gets, you get real focused on. You get moving to Florida pretty you get, quick. You get real focused on. <laughs> and well, get ready to eat alligators I got some, snake. Yeah, well. <laughs> The Cajuns, man, they just bring a shotgun. They kick ass in the, they do kick ass in the swamp still to this day. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, I'm Cajun, so there you go. Speak, yeah. Uh, but no, with with more well. stored human energy, you can be well. You know what? I don't have to do this job I hate. I could actually do more of what I want to actually do in this world that I'm called to. And maybe it's diving deeper into this work that you're talking about. But if you can't even figure out how you're going to eat in two two hours, 
You're focused on that. I think. Maybe do you, do you, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of, you know, I, I'm not saying I disagree with that. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the way this, we need to, under, people need to understand that the value of a dollar <laughs> is decreasing every day. <laughs> and which means the value of you is decreasing every day. Not true. I disagree. If, with if that. money is backed by human, human energy, energy right. and the human energy mm. value is decreasing every day, then you're going to have to give a lot more for a lot less. You're going to keep having to give a lot more for a lot less. You're going to have to continually give a lot more for a lot less. And I know the solutions are there, and I get that. And I know. but we're talking about so, honestly. You know, I'll just hmm. you. You've heard me say it before. This society. That we live in America, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying in the end of every individual, and possibly yeah. not any individual, right. but the way society acts as a mass is under a deep hypnotic trance. I agree with that. And it is so deep that it not only has its awareness been captured mm -hmm. by a narrative, the will has been captured to not see their way through it. And so well being has been. <laughs> right and Derailed. so then so after that their ability to respond to it mm -hmm. they've decided to give up and now they hand that over to a dead guy a, a bumbling idiot and people who just kind of are not home <laughs> or don't have uh let's just say that their acts in their places of power are a little less than noble I, I agree, and I do, and I do agree with you that the devaluing of the dollar is a demeaning of the human spirit, but that the human spirit doesn't depend upon that dollar. That devaluation, to, uh, there is something great about human That's spirit. That's waking up. Yeah, and it's actually true. It's actually uh, like, as humans, we're really amazing beings. Truly, truly, How and it's hard to actually figure that out if you're feeling really shitty. Right. Right. It's really hard to realize that within oneself. Right. To me, it's like, okay, so the first thing you, you do is you, you make an investment in yourself. And what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah, that can mean a lot of things. <laughs> here's, yeah, but here's what I mean by that. If your attention, your energy, your awareness are bits and pieces that you're going to trade for dollars, well, instead of trading them for dollars, invest them into your own being there's, more aware. There's many folks that recommend that, yeah. Right? Course. And so, if and it's like valuing what's looking out of your eyeballs, valuing what's actually alive and present, valuing the thing that's actually feeling, right? And giving that awareness and giving that attention, mm -hmm. that's what it needs to overcome the challenges that will be put in front of it, to challenge it, to become something more i mean you know climbing uphill is a challenge what's probably why you know heaven's always an ascension it's always we ascend there's this kind of peak in <laughs> things because yeah it's a hard climb mm -hmm. right and it's like it takes tenacity yeah and to give your attention and your awareness and you know understand how your will's been captured by you know things bigger than you and kind of running a kind of a loop and you're just kind of 
painting your life on that loop, but you're in it, you know, and trying to realize what that is and to be able to respect the challenge that's going to present you as you liberate yourself from the corral and start heading up that mountain once again. Because that's a big corral and it's a maze more than a corral. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a physical maze because you got to figure out your way to, okay, how am I going to live a life that's mine and not just given away so I can live in a fucking box? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, how am I going to do this? Well, and I would say the big trance or the big delusion or the big psyop of this whole society, it comes down to that dollar that just keeps decreasing value. It's a stealing of our life force. It's yeah. actually literally stealing of life force. Right, right. And as we've said many times, I, I, I feel oh, the better money that doesn't do that to us, we can actually change this whole society mm -hmm. by, by different incentivizations. And this incentivization of this society is a hamster wheel that you're never allowed off. But there is no retirement. There's only constant ever serving of the system through a dollar that keeps stealing your life from you. I mean, I kind of wonder in this cycle of humans going through this, because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people may have amnesia. Human beings have been through this cycle over and over and over, mm -hmm. over and over. Your ancestors went through this over and over. Maybe not to this degree. You know, and I just kind of, I've always still, I still kind of wonder, this might be the last bout of this. And yeah. that, you know, that, and if you can distract people well enough, then you could crash and burn, maybe. Um, but it's the development of the awareness to, to extend itself inside up in consciousness to let's just say the peak of the mountain if not beginning a different one you know what i mean yeah, well yeah i i don't ever see this journey as a peak that's been reached and there's nowhere else to go right, right, it's right, a forever right up. right right but or, or I mean. ever expansive i don't know if that's the right direction yeah. i think expansive yeah at, at the top of every peak is the beginning of another. You're like, ah, oh, I'm at base camp again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, heaven's base camp. It looked like the huh. summit. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It keeps moving away from me. Now I'm at camp three. I wonder how many more there are. <laughs> right. Infinity. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, energy, I mean, you know, when it's rushing into you, that life force is coming back, that, that pushes you around a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a challenge just to contain it. Right. To contain the awareness, especially when, you know, you've got things that aren't quite um, brought back into the fold yet that get a little nervous when mm. certain things are stirred up or the temperature goes up a little bit and you get all that jittery. Or, actually thinking, or things just don't go the way you'd wish they had. Mm. Which yeah. Does that ever happen in life? <laughs> well, every day. Yeah. It's every like, day. But, so then it's the... So then you can just be like, well, life is, I don't know, I saw something that is like life is, I thought life was a series of challenges, but then I found out it's actually all the challenges, all the ones, all the time with no end forever. <laughs> and that's actually life. It's like, oh, and then it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then better enjoy that. Yeah. Well, you know, and it was, you know, Carlos. <laughs> or find something in that. I remember, you know, when I was, when I was with him, I'm like, Carlos, what are you how long does it take to do this? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, when are you done with all this? He's like, Crystal, well, done? There, there is no done. There's only continuation. Continue. Mm -hmm. There's only continue. And I was like, oh, okay. So when you have these 
neat little yays, followed by these kind of, oh, steep well, climb. <laughs> now I have to do more. Now that I know this, now that I've achieved that, oh, how it's to hold your awareness. My old trainer said, You were able to lift that weight. Congratulations. Now you get more weight. <laughs> Right. That's life. <laughs> right, right, right. You did right, 140. Right, right. Now here's 145. And after you do that, here's 150 right, and 155. Right. And, and continue. All the way yeah, continue. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> you know, and it's and for me it was like there needed to be, you know, and I those adjustments, it's it's they're complicated, but those adjustments to where just because life's taking this Pat, you know, it's like there's a steep climb in front of you. Well, then that's where awareness and focus and your will are going to really, really come in handy. And if you've expressed all of those into a million different things that you're really not connected to, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many people realize that, you know, just thinking about things is consuming a vast amount of life force mm. and that when you've got a million thoughts going at once about what the world's doing about what this is about what that is that so if those thoughts can be categorized as worries then they're not helping you they're just no. drowning you they're just basically consuming all your life force yeah. it's like oh i have all this worry why does worry feel bad because you're being drained of your life force yeah and when you're drained of your life force where does your awareness go and 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 my rationalization of all the worrying I've done is, well, I'm trying to make sure that this future is going to be safe enough that I've prepared for the future. Right. But I've actually haven't. I've just worried about it without actually taking action, and that's a different thing. So if there's something that needs to be taken care of, it's like you know what, there's this thing that needs to be taken care of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We yeah. need a new refrigerator, and we need the next two days, <laughs> and we got one <laughs> a day ago, mm -hmm. and we needed one. Mm -hmm. It's like oh had to be taken care of it or we could have just worried about it right. for a little bit longer another week and then like oh right 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 <laughs> you know but it's it's weird it's like okay so if it's, it's interesting because if you can see that money is life force and the money in your pocket represents your life force yes and you start to value your life force it's not that you put value on the money you and you start to understand that attention is important mm. to keep it's not important to spend attention it's important to keep attention because mm. when life puts something in front of you you'll have that attention and that attention will fuel your awareness inside of consciousness right right so you will be able to see being a good little saver is not the american way right, right. and so what you're you're talking about being a good little saver of your life force of your energy of within yourself not actually in your wallet itself uh, not that expression. and you have a you have a media that is trying to get your attention on every little dude who's decided to wear a dress yeah yeah all that. <laughs> right uh on barbie on you know up and i mean just goes on and on and on and on and on politics and religion and science and on and on and on and it's conspiracy theory and on and on and on. I mean just on and on. Chinese balloons being shut down. And all it is alien invasions. Right. But if you valued your attention and awareness, how much of it would you give to any of that? Well I don't I have let you tell me about that stuff. 
compromise. I do have social media. I'm on Twitter. I see things, but I, for I don't me, invest myself in these programs. It's for is to map where society is trying to take us. Yeah, where's the next left turn, or is it a right turn? Yeah, and you know, when I say where society is trying to take us, it's like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, where's your government trying to take you? Where's the CIA trying to take you? Where's the FBI trying to take you? Where's Beyonce trying to take you? Where's Taylor Swift trying to take you? Right? <laughs> well, well, there might be some financial trouble in the future. Yeah, where's and a guy like Jeffrey they, Epstein want to take you? Well, he wants to take you to an island so that he can make sure that <laughs> you have stuff on you so that you behave exactly as those people that handle Epstein handle you. I mean, that's 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 old school. Right. Like, that's old private eye stuff. I got the and pictures here's, here's of you something, and, here's, and here's something that, you know, might come off a little like I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> to... Watch your child consume this stuff at, at, a, at a rate that's, you know, if they were eating food the way they're consuming this content, mm -hmm. they, they'd have diabetes. It, it's unhealthy. And, well, no, what I'm saying is... Type 2. So... <laughs> type 2, Isaac, type 2. <laughs> For all the type 1s in the room at the Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully we don't offend the... I know we've just offended the type 2s now. Oh, God darn it. We've... This is like the third Diabetes time we is not this a episode. funny topic. Diabetes. We need to be more socially, um, uh, um, what's the word? Um, Reconditioned. We need to go to a reconditioning school to learn how to be more sensitive. Sensitive. Uh, appropriate. But and well-thinking. Only if it has a hot tub. <laughs> anyway, continue. With our outer silliness. I lost my train you have to you have to read more we, well, we're talking about the good. wonderful epstein and the wonderful things he did in this world and how we had okay some... so the kids okay we were about kids, kids right yeah and it for a child they have no defense against the capture of attention right they you know their awareness their presence is very sharp when they're born Mm -hmm. And their awareness of what's around them is pretty sharp, but their use of will and attention is not. There's an assumption, no matter what situation a child's born into, that it's a normal situation because for them it is a normal situation, even if it's a horrific situation. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. But then you got all this. But it doesn't mean it doesn't create trauma. Right, right. But then you have all this media capturing their attention. It, it's it is very difficult to parent. Oh, I, in this day and age, I believe, and and to manage all that. But then as they grow up with the greater friend networks, I mean, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's difficult. But then, you know, me and crew were in Denver getting lunch and yeah. there was a girl stripping, like dancing on a, what was that? On a Tesla power, like a charging station thing. She was sitting there like An popping her butt with the mom right there. So I, I what I, age? I, I, the girl maybe looked younger than crew, maybe like, you know, 12, preteen, pre -teen. Oh. the mom looked pretty young. So it's like, I, like, I see what you're saying, but then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, and you can shelter your children from all of that, but then you, then they get released into the world later on. And it's like, what circus am I in? And there's right. no understanding of what's going on. Well, that, you know, and it's like, so you, you have a society that basically just to pay your bills, your attention is pretty trapped. So if your attention's trapped and your kids' attention is trapped over here doing mm -hmm. something else, mm -hmm. 
you got a couple hours with them. You don't want that always to be. So you got to let a bunch of shit slide, right? And you watch, and it's like, okay, so the the kids. I mean, you know, to me, it's like that's probably why we're facing some big shit because the kids are. Nobody wants to recognize that. They are being like sheep being led to the slaughter, and they die. And no one wants to talk about it. It's everything, and the dissolution of the whole family unit. Really, I mean, look from World War Two, I guess maybe one on, and it was from two for sure. Yeah, it's because we don't want to identify the problems of of not because nobody, you know, it's like when you're when people are out in public, you know, you can you can walk up to someone who's like this, man. It's down. Yeah. And you go, hey, how you doing? Hey, hi, how you doing? It's like, that's that, like that. And that, if everybody's doing that, right. you aren't solving shit. You aren't going to no. solve any problem anywhere. But that's not, well, then we have to tell people how to live right. You can't do that either. No, no. So it's, it's not about much- how to live right. Just it, 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 There's nothing anyone can do about it other than maybe to inspire some commonality. Yeah. Which, you know, it, it, to me, it's like, okay, if you're going to run any kind of something center, you're going to help people. You're going to bring them to a state of commonality that makes them feel more alive. And then, you know, you can't force them to value that. Yeah. But maybe they will. Maybe they will value that. And well, once they, they value knew, that. Maybe they don't know if it's an option even. Right. And that can, but if they value that, that can change their entire life. Certainly. Right. Because it'll steer it a different way now. I can say that it happened to me. Right. So. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it happened to me. You know. Oh, I'm going. No, nope, you're going this way. It's like, I, I don't like that way. Actually. <laughs> and I look at the other way going, oh, my God, that would have been a train wreck. Well, I tried more train wrecks than you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I have a greater breadth of experience with train more wrecks. options for I, train wrecks. Well, I've had, well yeah. See, you could take that's what optionality can do to you. all kinds of directions. Mine was... Uh, integrity or death, take your choice. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't mean integrity like everybody else gets to determine what's, what that is. The integrity is, hey, yeah. can you live with yourself? Can you smile? Can you be an inspiration? If And I don't mean, uh, you're awesome. Right. You're so fabulous. <laughs> you do that your well. chakras are glowing. <laughs> Thank you know, you. Not that kind oh, you know, of inspiration, but an inspiration to like, yeah, life's a challenge. What you bitching about? Get to it. It's like, but, 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 no buts, no buts. You're wasting too much of your energy and attention. You're going to tell me I could do what I was doing anyway. <laughs> do That's what, what I, I wanted to hear. There's two things you're going to do. Well, three. You're either going to do what life puts in front of you, or you're going to do what you put in front of you. And if you don't really own your own will, you're going to do what someone else puts in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and sometimes you do that thinking that's what you wanted to do. That's the real thing. That right there is the sorcery I've talked about. Right. That's the dark sorcery that's going on. Well, and as humans, we're really programmable. Like, we've just built for it. But but the fact that anyone would do that is dark sorcery. But for good reason we're that way, I believe. It's because our greatest power as humans... I'm going to listen. listen. Our greatest power as humans is our ability to cooperate. If we didn't actually learn cooperation, if we were all just individual... 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go take down the mammoth all on my own. I'm gonna be the hero. That mammoth would have taken everybody out. But it's when the tribe said, "Let's go take that mammoth down together." The cooperation. Cooperation is actually where the humans actually thrive the most. But we see in the society, don't cooperate, compete, so you get to the top. And it actually that's derailing our nat- natural ability of of tribalism of of actually working together for a common goal. But even cooperation came from awareness. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, awareness. Well, I kind of look out, and every living thing is cooperating. Yeah, the the fungi manage a lot of things. And they're doing it cooperative, so that means if there wasn't mycelium in that soil, that forest wouldn't be. No, no, <laughs> that mycelium's doing. The- all the stuff under the covers. Yeah, and if that tree see. didn't drop that shit, then that mycelium's got nothing to grow. <laughs> right? Exactly. So we have a cycle. We have a cooperation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and that, well, there, commonality. There's your commonalities. Your commonalities. Your commononalities. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, if we stay inside of this tribal, you know, no, I believe this and I believe that. And well, we, that's, what, that's a form of tribal, or we call that tribalism. But real tribalism is actually village making. But, uh, you know, but like the that. interesting thing, I think, about, you know, the ones that were successful for as long as it could be. Um, yeah, they got together to uh, hunt the mammoth. They didn't get together to tell each other how they should think. <laughs> and they didn't get together to put expectations on each other. Okay, so here's the theory about what's the darkest sorcery is actually the the superstition, superstitious belief in this thing called authority. That other humans have the right to tell certain humans what should do because they speak from authority. Mm. So what is that? So the belief in authority that, oh yes, we must all behave for the authorities or else we'll go into mayhem and anarchy and just kill each other if we don't Without the authorities, we can't actually be human. Without the authority, we can't have a calm and rational society. But is it? Is it? Would we? Would we have nuclear warheads if we didn't have authority? Because nuclear—I mean—that centralization of authority created nuclear weapons. Created nuclear weapons, and if we were. <laughs> A, conf- a federation of villages, we probably wouldn't have thought of nuclear weapons. Yeah, that centralization created yeah. know, Stalin, lots Chairman of, Mao, lots of Hitler. great history lessons. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like we're going to relearn them in the in real time. Possibly. I, I, I see, I mean, I see the greatest threat to our species actually is, is, well, there's this nuclear thing, but really this central bank digital currency, this, taking what you're talking about, this, know, this, thing that takes your human life for it and de- debases it over and over again, then apply an Opticon to every purchase made, mm-hmm. and then deciding whether you made the right one or choice according to the authorities. And the worst is saying, you know, it's an awful lot of meat in these time, these hard times, and not enough crickets. You mm-hmm. probably, you're, you're, we're going to have to take some of that money away from you until you behave right, or yeah. all of it. Yeah, we're going to have to hit you with a fine. Or all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't like what you're saying. You... You truckers are protesting our wonderful government, and we dislike that. We're going to shut down your entire bank account, which happened in benevolent, beautiful Canada. The nicest people on earth. (laughs) Which they are, actually. That's why they have have a despotic government, because they're nice. Yeah, there's something going on. So polite. Oh, go ahead, Trudeau. You take the country, eh? Hey, 
No, maybe, hey, hey, we want it back. Hey, oh, you know, he's kind of crazy. Oh, you know, he's a good guy. He's and, a good and guy. And Australia, I mean, I was just hearing this morning, one of my friends saying that Australia is where they test it all out. They already took their guns away in the 70s. Right. And now they're like, oh, let's test this thing on these people and see how they behave. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Let's, we'll, we'll roll that out in five to ten years then, now that we have that information. <laughs> and Omaha, Nebraska was the test for fashion when you were growing up. Yeah. It's like, was... oh, let's test these on these average Americans and see what they do. Give them, yeah, just give them some, it's some expendable income. Yeah. Right. And then, and then these certain fashions, oh, turquoise. Let's make the 80s turquoise. Oh, well, like, you know, and one of those things was when all the neon clothing came out. Yeah, neon. I had moved to California. It came out in like 88, 89, something like that, when it was really flooding the market. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. That shit was being sold in Omaha in 81, 82. Right. Right. But, it, and, you know, they're just testing it on. Mm -hmm. And then they go, okay, this works. And then a big, you know, mm -hmm. thing is set up and bam, we're just going to flood the world with it. And it was interesting because when I moved from Omaha, to California, right? To uh, Mission Viejo is where we ended up, which is Orange County. The clothes I was wearing, they were making fun of me because it was the latest fashion, mm -hmm. right? In Omaha, which is years ahead of where they're going. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, this fashion that, you know, there was, was that. What was he wearing? Two years later, they're all wearing it. Parachute pants. All of it. All <laughs> of it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, and we were just, you know, yeah. just gave it to us first. Yeah. They well, and, you know, and what a there's no better place to do it. In the middle of basically a cornfield, right? Flat as can be. Just not much going on there. So there's restaurants, right? So a lot of chains come out of there. There's shopping malls. And then there was, I mean, we had arcade. It was, you know, easy. And to think that that's changed, why would they have changed something that works so well? It, it, I was just there. It kind of, it's the same place. Yeah, but I'm saying these oh, things, houses these agendas, these things, he's like, let's test on these people, A, B, test on them and see how they react. Mm -hmm. And is it the way we wish for them to or not? What's going to, we freaked him out with COVID for sure. That seemed to really, that, that seemed, that got a lot of people's attention and anxiety up. That really worked. That really trapped now a let's lot see. of wills. Let's see if we got, uh, okay, some Chinese balloons we're going to shoot down with missiles. Mm -hmm. Let's see if that freaks them out. Let's do some alien shit. Let's do some alien shit. Let's admit to aliens in Congress. That sounds interesting. Do they freak? Ooh, Man. weird. They didn't freak. We thought they were going to freak. Ooh, we really got them numb now. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do? I, one person I know said they sound it in the WEF things that it's going to be a huge global hack of the computer systems. And so that to protect everyone's safety, we're going to have to lock those down a lot tighter and everybody along with it. And we're going to have to take some Patriot Act level of of measures in cyberspace to protect our citizens from bad bad actors. Yeah, and our in the culture we all live in, is there a three ring circus and they're getting us all? You're getting people to come in right. willingly, and then you just have people fighting. Well, it's the it's red versus blue or something versus something. well, you know, and everybody Barbie say, versus Oppenheimer. <laughs> I'll never, I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never do that. You know how many people? You know, I even said I'm never going to assault. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Yes, you are. It's, you know, it's like, well, it's man. It's weird. I mean, we're very happy. Well, down in the jungle. Yeah, there's people who live three days in the jungle. They got cell phones. 
Mm-hmm. You go to, you know, you go to Africa. There's, 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 you know, countries inside of that continent that they don't have food. They have cell phones. They have cell phones. With what's internet cafe with mm-hmm. WhatsApp? Yeah, with WhatsApp and it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've met him too. <laughs> I haven't met him, met him. But there's always, you know, some prince trying to tell me that he wants to put some money in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> there's that one. If you get and that then email, there's uh, the the ignore that. Yeah, yeah. Then there's always, you know, supposedly it's some woman who wants to be your sugar mama. Uh-huh. But it's actually all their friends live in some internet cafe country. You're like, well, wait a minute here. Two and two don't, man. Yeah. There's a lot of ways this game out there. Fishing, as it's called. But it's just weird. It's like the the necessities of life is the cell phone. (laughs) So, oh, we're going to reorder the the essentials of life, not air. We'll say cell phone first. (laughs) When when is the last time that you really think air was important to pretty much The last time you could get some. <laughs> the last, the last time happy. you couldn't get yeah. enough was the last time you thought it was real important. And well, like you maybe know, you're you know. underwater, something like that. <laughs> uh, choking on some food, suddenly you think of air pretty important. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I have a, my cousin goes to China a lot. Mm-hmm. And he says, you can't even see the sun. You just see like this kind of orange. In some of the cities. Glare. Yeah. But no sun. It, it, the, the, the air is just horrendous. Yeah. And for what? what great products Pro- wait a minute wait for stuff that are uh, necessities right necessities plastic necessities. necessities well no okay so all right if we're gonna get on this thread it's not my fault <laughs> that the incentive of this decreasing value dollar is short-term thinking it's it's one of the incentives that rises out of it. So if you have a, a you're storing your life energy in this thing that's decreasing in value, it's not wise to hang on to a bunch of those because as you do, you have this pile that's ever shrinking. So the best thing you can do, and this is incentivized, is to spend that shit as fast as you can to get hard assets, even if they're cheap plastic bullshit, because at least that doesn't decrease in value and utility. So this drives consumerism. But if you have a money where you can actually store your life energy and it doesn't decrease in value, but actually increases over time, it changes everything. And suddenly your incentive is to not let go of that thing because if you hold on to it longer, it's going to increase in value. So your whole mindset of your You're entire talking about consciousness. I, I thank you. I am, and I'm also talking about Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> but, know, but but it's this thing. This this long term thinking is actually built into a system. So if you have what's no essentially a deflationary currency that's not built on debt, you have you want to not just save it for yourself. You want to save it for your children and your children's children and your children, your grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren, and you can. And with our current devaluing monetary system. There's no damn way to do it. You can't. You can't. You can't take a ball of wealth, however much you wish to have, and transfer it 200 years in the future with any certainty whatsoever. But with a deflationary currency that continues to increase in value with absolute scarcity, you can, and that changes all of society in a radical way that we've never seen before. So, that's me preaching Bitcoin, but also, well, you know, maybe that's the maybe that's the way in, right? Maybe it is. That's some, well, for some people, so that's ways. you know, there's religion. That's one way in, you know, through that kind of Bitcoin movement. Maybe that's a way in too, where you know, it's like, do you realize that what you're actually talking about is what I'm talking about? Not 
I mean, it's being modeled in a different way, but if you have life force, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's a life force, you know, if you're expressing it through dollars and that's being devalued, well, then you devalue life force. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh-oh. Because that's going to put you in a depressive state where you're not going to pay attention to what you're eating, and then your health is going to go down, and then it it's makes going to hard everything to feel good. And yeah. then you're going to look around, you're just going to be angry that you know everybody's doing well and you're not, and what's wrong with me, and why won't things work? And man, I'm it makes life jam. seem pointless, right? Exactly. And if you right. believe life is pointless, you're in a state of despair that you can be attacked in all sorts of ways energetically, and you already have been, you've already succumbed to. Right. Um, there is a philosopher actually that in the Bitcoin world that actually does think of and speak of this this way consciousness. His name's uh, Tomer Strolite, uh-huh. and you're going to get a chance to meet him in October in California. Oh, nice, nice, and nice. he's a phenomenal man who I just really deeply. He's about our same age too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's, he's a good guy. So yeah, because you know it's like I you know the Carlos. What, what was he showing me how to do? Don't waste your energy and and you know and. Once you know how to do it, you can participate in the world, and it's not going to have much of an effect on you. Mm. Not this deep fucking wound, ah, you know, none of that. Yeah. You know, it'll frustrate the shit out of you. I mean, you know, when you have common sense, it gets, and you know, and you you want to find that commonality. It's yeah, it's a rough go. That's a needle in a haystack anymore. Mm. I mean, most of the time, you know, but it was basically about valuing life force. And what is life force? Well, it's attention too. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like it's life force beating your heart, but it's also life force looking out of your eyeballs, activating all your senses. And then attention is when you use those senses to absorb the world you're in. That's not necessarily intuitive, though. I mean, it is after you say it, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. But you don't come out of the gates going, of course. I think intuition is mm-hmm. the common sense. Yeah. Actually, it's what makes you in nature in a state of commonality. I think it's mm-hmm. the thing that will help us navigate this future much better than just thinking. Well, you know, and I kind of, it's, it's like, required. I think one of the things when you get your will back, when you've, you know, recovered your will from whatever's captured it, mm-hmm. and that when, you know, you're not leaking life force at all, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you you start to you can start to see right what what everything actually is mm-hmm. and what its intentions are what its intent is what is the intent of this thing what is the intent of that thing what does that thing do energetically that's not easy to get to that place and and you know that's and what you hard. end up realizing uh-huh. is it, it, you no one can really argue with this and we could we could talk about it for three weeks and still they can't they're not gonna win. What everybody's after is never an object. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a state of being, it's a state of presence, it's a state of energetic presence, it's a state of, of varying degrees of well being. They're all after a feeling. Right. Right? And they're using the world around them as a means to generate a feeling that doesn't work because it's a heavy investment it, it, to understand what well-being is it would be an important thing which you're gonna have to have awareness what is well-being it's letting the life force 
that was meant for you to flow through unobstructed to basically let what's looking out of your eyeballs steer the ship you can have comments you can have opinions you can even have judgments you can have whatever you want just make sure you're doing what it is here to do and when it's not doing that and you get a little liberty then do your things but don't make your things more important than the things that what's looking out of your eyeballs is here to do. Well, the only way you're ever going to know what that is, is your awareness is going to have to be sharp. Your need for stimulus from the outside is going to have to be reduced. Right. Right. Because and the only way you're going to have that common connection with everything is you have to dust out your own connection, which really has nothing to do with anybody else. Yeah. So when I say, I don't care what people think, what I'm actually saying is I'm dusting out my own link with intent. I'm dusting out my own connection with what's animating all of us and the world at to what degree, you know, whatever is beating my heart and looking out of my eyeballs, that feeling present in me, that's what is important. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I, you start to see that that feeling is the abundance of life force, which means a storing up of attention for so when life puts something big in front of you, you got the energy to go do it, mm -hmm. right? And I find that as long as I'm doing that, the energy I'm expending so much energy in trying to dust out this connection that so I can have the feeling of presence, of intelligence, of connection, of well being, regardless of what's going on. So, you know, as the sun is, you know, going supernova. <laughs> and the moon is dropping from the sky, I will remember Carlos's words. Priest of all, there's only continuation. And I will relax into what's happening and you and not become unaware, not run, not spill my life force all over the place because I'm triggered. Ah, that I hold the value of life within me. And the value of life is to me is intelligence, energy presence will and clear intent all kind of functioning as one living thing right these energies that come together that kind of make you aware of there's something called consciousness mm. and all this stuff is kind of floating around in it and we're valuing the stuff in it but we're valuing the thing that's causing it all and that has always been, to me, it's like, because when I'm after a good feeling inside, and that's the only thing that brings it to me. Mm -hmm. It's not a new car. It's not a new painting. You know, I, the closest thing I can say that I participate with on the planet that feels like it is an ally to that or a, uh, a good tool, if you will, a good relationship is the plants. Mm-hmm. Because they remind me of the, there's because this world's trying to make you forget that you're a mystery unto yourself right. and that no one's really in control and that, uh, yeah, nobody's really got any of this figured out. It's just a mess for most people to be reminded of that and to be reminded that, oh, you think you know something? Well, here comes 13 mushroom spirits, smack shit out of you <laughs> and prove to you that what you know is very limited compared to what you don't know. Right. And, you know, and it's like, so does that humble you? You know, humble to me is you don't spill your energy where it's not necessary. Hmm. 
that's, really well. that's an interesting definition of it. I mm-hmm. haven't heard that before. That's, yeah, that's yeah you, you know where to put it. And so, so it's be- not like when I'm not better than anybody else. It's not this humble brag sort of thing. Yeah. It's, uh, You're not a peacock wasting your time. It's and your energy like, flaring. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not working for others approval essentially if i did this this work that we do i know for other, for other people's approval you fallen it, apart a long time ago yeah. yeah in disastrous ways well yeah because it's, it's not a spiritual path it's not about becoming a shaman well, or a life coach or we any of these things with a program though it's about being it's <laughs> about being for me it's always just about being receptive to life, mm-hmm. have the courage, which really is stored energy, to really face what life is putting in front of you. And you know, and there's times where it's going to put in front of you that, guess what? You don't know shit, and you know you don't know yeah, shit, yeah. and you feel deep down that you don't know shit, and be able to sit yeah. there and not burn your fucking house down, <laughs> not put a gun to your head. Not go fucking numb and just be with it and be with the, I don't know, mystery. Because for me, it's those moments where you can really train your awareness to just pay attention to what's looking out of the eyeballs. Don't put anything in its way. Let it walk across this minefield and just pay attention. Right? It knows where the mines are. You're the one who put them there. You forgot where you put them. Yeah. Let life walk this and just sit back and let it do it. That's courage. You're going to have to have a lot of courage, which means you're going to have to have a lot of life force stored up to carry you while that's happening. Because you don't know what you're facing. Right. Because, you know, it's like it's taken me a long time to take a day where there's going to be no activity and don't do anything destructive in that day. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like to be able to relax without having that relaxation become destructive. Yeah. You know, to to maintain that level of awareness that, you know, to not spend it, to save it, to spend those relaxing days gaining back, you know, letting it build, letting your inner, your presence build. Mm-hmm. Not feel like you got to go do something, or you got to pay attention to something, or you got to get here, get there. Just let it build itself again sit in the woods for a bit right right because you know the world's going to call for you to expend some energy it's just going to be that way right but the more you can keep the more your awareness is sharp right well then there's upward for you i mean it's just what do you do then well you're just going to expand in consciousness Mm -hmm. you know because you're valuing what allows whatever you got running around to value anything at all you know what i mean yeah. And you know, I, it's like, so what's the challenge in doing that? Well, it's easier just to numb out, I think. It's easier. Is just, it easier or it's more, is the spell harder to break? It's something like that. And it could also just be even a default mode. Is Maybe it harder to like, live with awareness than it is to break the spell? I'm not sure. And I think this is an individual case by case. Yeah. Well, there's no, if you don't have a real good reason to change, you're not going to change. 
And so something has to happen in your life that causes you to have leverage upon your damn self, your own stubborn ass self to change. And whatever that leverage is, is like a lot of times it's rock bottom. That's, that's a big ass leverage to change yourself and working yourself there. Or is it just, I'm sick and tired of doing it this way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, eventually you think they would come to be able to, I respect the thing but, that's animating me and causing me to be alive. But sometimes you have a peer network that's just invested in something. And it's like, well, if I don't go along with this, I won't have any friends. If I don't have any friends, I right. have a really shitty life. So I'm just going to do what these friends are doing because these friends are the only friends I got. So we're just going to keep doing this and thing. That's, that's hard to break, but it's breakable. It is breakable for sure. And, then, and, and maybe it doesn't have to be breakable. Maybe it can be transformed. Like you or, change yeah. along with your friends. Hey, you know what, guys? It's not going to be that thing this weekend. Let's let's just stop that and do something else. Well, that, you know, it's like, I mean, I may know how this would be taken, but don't put any personal capital in relationships. Hmm. Right? Like I mean, you're, 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 yeah, you have an investment of yourself in this thing that if it goes wrong, you've lost a part of yourself. Right. Because mm-hmm. that's like, I think, you know, those interactions, those um, transactions, they're always one-sided. There's never going to be any exchange there. You know, it's just, yeah, people, you're not supposed to invest your attention in other people. That's not really a good idea. Some people call that love. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Because mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Right? It, and what's the problem? Let's, let's hit that. It, it's interesting that, you know, like even with celebrity worship, you're valuing what's looking out of that person's eyes more than you're valuing what's looking out of your own. So you're valuing their opinion of you. Well, well the, the value you're, you'll put on the attention they're giving you mm. will be false. So you'll say, oh, you're giving me attention and I'm taking that as I'm really great or something like that. I don't know. If you are going to invest your emotional well-being mm-hmm. in a relationship with someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay, what you're saying is that is that energy is not good enough. It needs to be expanded. I don't know if I'm putting this right. No, um, I think I got you here. Um, if you're putting your well-being in the hands of another by whatever means then as that person goes through storms, your well-being goes to the same storm. And well-being is attention. Right. So <laughs> so it's really great. If one person's falling apart, the other person automatically falls apart because the first person's falling apart, and then you have two falling apart people that what's actually happening. Or you have one falling apart and one thriving. Ooh. <laughs> and thriving off of that falling apart. Yeah, that's a nasty one too. Right? Because they're taking the investment put into them and they're Doing a Bernie Madoff with it. Yeah, they're fixing. Right. Fixing you. They're grifters. Something. Grifters. Energy grifters. Energy grifters. Which, when everybody's throwing their life force on the floor because they don't value it, you're going to have a nation full of grifters. 
You have a whole village full of grifters. Let when they spill their attention, help you when, when they don't realize that the attention they have with the life force was meant for them, the attention and life force someone else has was meant for them mm-hmm. to keep their uh, presence up. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have your presence and you have energetic presence, you have well-being, you have the intelligence, and you have a dusted-out connection to what's making you, and and that's providing you uh, an abundance of life force. Mm-hmm. Who's else would you need? Yeah. So then, when you meet in a relationship with somebody else, you're not swapping. You have a friendship. You're just meeting each other with them. You have a friendship. Hmm. You don't have a transaction going on. Yeah. You give me this, and I'll give you that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, to me, it's like that's the awkwardness in most of the interactions you watch people have. Well, yeah, because your fucking relationships are transactional. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Does it mean money? No, no, it just no. means value. And what's value? Well, attention. That, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, well, I mean, there's a million ways to express that. Vegas is a great place to observe Here's a tra- transactional yeah. relationships. Because the whole town is built on transactional relationships. It's like, And it's blatant. Blatant. So that's actually the beauty of Vegas is the bald honesty of the transactional nature of exactly what's going on. It's like, ah, now apply broadly across all of society. It's like, Oh, it somehow has <laughs> lipstick on that. Right. It's like... Or whatever, it's dressed up in I mean, way. you know, the more cheesy way of saying it is, you know, how you really can't love someone else until you love yourself. Love, love, life. So, you live, love, laugh. <laughs> Hashtag. No, no Hashtag but, okay, but, but what you're saying is true also. You really can't do have to love yourself. So, it can be made light of. So, but it's true. in order to truly value another human and their energy you'll have to value your own and if you do that you'll hold on to it when you hold on to it you won't need theirs which suddenly you don't have this fucking drama and conflict and fucking push pull and tug of war in a relationship codependence essentially right which is as you go through relationships your first relationship will be puppy love and that'll be gross but it'll be a great teacher as to what you don't want later in life when you're an adult uh, so you're it, not a clean can be you know, a good codependent and you have to allow it to be and then or you can the figure out that you just keep dumb you know going younger and dumber that you could play your game forever yeah, yeah. and get more i think painful. we know something like that me no no oh. no i didn't say you i said <laughs> we, we know someone like that. we know lots of people I've, you know, been, I've been some of that version of that before, for sure. So. Have I? Yeah, probably. I have. I have I'm just going to say I've I have done a it. wealth of thoughts to <laughs> Quite a library. Me too. No, I think, you know, at some point I'm going <clears> to <throat> do a podcast on, I mean, maybe this is the one, things I'm not good at. Wow. Well, well. There's things that, there are things, aspects of this whole life I, I'm really not that good at. Well, we're not supposed to be good at everything. This is also the reason for cooperation amongst our species, that there's some generalization, generalism, but there's specialty, of course. And it takes a village to raise anything. It takes a village to raise an idiot. (laughs) What does that too? (laughs) Well, it does. But this village, anyway. I'm going to go use the restroom. You're the first one to crack this time. Wow. Okay. Okay, Coney. Take it from here.
Take it from here. What? I'm not the one on camera. Yeah, You're the one. You were just on camera. Oh, what? I'm on camera. How the heck did you get me on camera? So now you got to take charge. Am I on that camera? Your facial recognition oh. has been done. Oh, goodness gracious. We have a three-lettered organization backing us, your facial recognition. Uh, oh, goodness. No, I'm just, I'm messing with you. I just put a real hot potato in your hands. You know, there is a, there is a quote that I, I thought of when you guys were talking about uh, kind of, well, I'll just read the quote. Okay. It's from, um, what is this from? From Destiny of Souls. It's okay. actually the last paragraph in Destiny of Souls. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Um, coming to Earth is about traveling away from our home to a foreign land. Some things seem familiar, but most are strange until we get used to them, especially conditions which are unforgiving. Our real, our real home is a place of absolute peace, total acceptance, and complete love. As souls separated from our home, we can no longer assume these beautiful features will be present around us. On Earth, we must learn to cope with intolerance, anger, and sadness while searching for joy and love. We must not lose our integrity, our integrity along the way. Sacrificing goodness for survival and acquiring attitudes either superior or inferior to those around us. We know that living in an imperfect world will help us appreciate the true meaning of perfection. We ask for courage and humility before journeying into another life. As we grow in awareness, so will the quality of our existence. This is how we are tested. Passing this test is our destiny. That's a lot to take in. It is, but I, I, a lot of the things that, at least while I've been here. The one that, that stuck out to me is like, looking for love. It's like, hmm, sounds like that old Mickey Gilly song, looking for love in all the wrong places. But and there's, it says looking for love. Look at it. It's right there in the middle. Looking for love and while peace. Ser while, while searching while for joy and love. Searching yeah. for joy and love. Yeah. And it's interesting, it's something Chris will often say, is if you're searching for joy and love outside of yourself... Well, that, that, that's what this thing is yeah, saying. Yeah. It's the, the searching for it within. Yeah, that's right. the only place you'll find it. How do you search inside yourself? <laughs> what the fuck? Metal detector. No, 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 no. Ha, ha, ha. Wait a minute. You can say some flighty shit, but... <laughs> Final I'm cut, gonna mine. I'm gonna start a mine inside of myself. I'm gonna mine it out of there. No, you're not mining it out of yourself. You're it's, it's not searching. It's not searching. You know what it is? Because the thing searching wants to control it. That's why it's searching. Well, you didn't hear the whole quote, but I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I just walked in on that. Yeah, I know. Yes, you, you know, did. I'm like that. I'll just I walk know. in on a conversation. And go and buddy. Hold on for a second. Get off my I'm lawn, you, old, you, you, you whippersnapper. I'm a 53-year-old man. Though. Oh, that ain't old. Get out of here. Well, hey, I'm a 53-year-old white man. We are not liked in this world. We are called toxic, useless. You know, even even white women's got lives now. Well, I mean, they don't hurt. They don't hold their person. Walk on the other side of the street when you're walking. Man, around. we don't need men. <laughs> yeah, actually, you do. Well, you might not, but you know, the, your species does. Your community does. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, that whole thing just but, blows me away. It's what a waste of time. But then again, I mean. What a waste of time. What's a man? 
<laughs> Zinger. Maybe that's the next documentary. What is a man? What is a man? Is a man the, you know, what is it? What, is, what does that really mean to be a man? Mm. I mean, what is that word referencing? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's why words. It's like, I used to think, you know, our way out of this, we don't talk to each other anymore. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, right, okay. I'm, sure. I'm actually down with that because, I mean, only 20% of our communication is actually done through words. I don't, I think that's I a actually false do. study. No, I, I, actually, right. I actually do accept that because right. I've seen it. I've seen it enough. I've seen it just with us. Well, I mean, you know, if words are going to be used to create so much fucking drama. Oh <laughs> I'm so bored of the drama. Just, it's called it's a like, storyline. It's like, you know, we used to have... <laughs> it's called a storyline. Come on, you're messing with my storyline, man. Listen, now this is what happened to me. Exactly, all right? And none of this shit was my fault. This is the shit that went down, though, for reals. <laughs> Not your fault. You picked this life, you damn... Well, I'm here to edit the story. For me, it's like, okay, let's edit the story. Well, you know. There, it, to me, the way you're going to find... And, the presence of you know where you're just like yeah. you're sailing in the flow if you will you don't search for anything nothing ever ever stop doing that because what you're using to search is 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 what you're searching for it yeah the thing that you're looking for is doing the fucking looking I mean, really, what you're searching for is a way to feeling your actory already inside of you as potential. Right. I mean, really, what you're searching for is a way to uncover that. You're not really searching for that's what you're searching for. That's what I'm searching for. Stop being a douchebag. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's really hard. It is, especially when you know you deal with numbskulls. It gets really hard. This pettiness comes up within and says, "You know what we could do." Because people it's think never good. the <laughs> same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. I think a lot. <laughs> I think a lot of people think their liberation is going to come from everything being convenient for them. And you know, it's like, well, convenient means that uh, you know you're not really predictable. Yeah, it means uh, yeah, you, you're easy to see. You know, it's not. It's not a good thing. You know, it's like the easy way, the convenient way, the yeah, I will, I'll be less bothered way. If life is. St- you sidetrack that. Guess what you're gonna have? Anxiety, and tons of it. You'll think I avoided a pitfall. Yeah, you did. But the way forward was after the pitfall, not the direction you're going. And then you spin out. Why isn't this working? Because it's the direction you were meant to go. What do you mean? Is there destiny? Um, I'll say there is a thing that's living. You that came here for whatever reason it came here for mm-hmm. and you have no fucking idea what that is and nobody has any fucking idea what that is when they, my life's purpose is what you decided it is <laughs> i'm going to be a shaman uh, fuck that i'm going to be a medicine goddamn <laughs> i got i dude i got well, i feel like i got <laughs> fucking so, tricked into it so why do you well, yeah yeah I got tricked yeah why do you yeah. say that okay so I, yeah it's not a it's not a good job career no fuck no. path no i mean it was you know and it's like i'm not i mean i could see her you know <laughs> i'm not trying to claim a title but 
Carlos, you know, he, he erupted once at somebody and it was about, you know, the, the, what me and Carlos were, you know, were doing as whatever this thing is, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it apprenticeship. It's so weird. Friendship. Friendship. Yeah. Uh, uh, Learning a mentor. Friendship. Yeah. Type yeah. thing. He looks over at this person and says, do you even know what a medicine man is? Do you have any idea what we're doing? And that was the first time he actually mentioned, you know, okay. I part of the reason I suffered through my 30s hard, I don't I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's where I suck. Because I really don't want to be it. I don't. I don't like the coddling of it. I don't like the encouragements. Let's Get your vision boards out. Mm. Come on, everybody. So Come on, get your vision boards. You don't like the We're not in fucking kindergarten. Yeah. So you don't like the way other people are doing it? Or is it the way that it's done in society, this society? Or? I think the way it's presented gives people the expectations that's the way it should, it should, should be, be presented. Right. Oh. Right. And 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 I find what's being presented is just to weaken you even more, to make you more complacent, to make you call numbness enlightenment. Yeah. And I don't fucking like it. Not one fucking bit. Because you won't pay attention to any damn thing happening. How do you suppose that whatever is running this show and putting kids in human trafficking and bombing fucking people all over, who do you suppose is doing that? Uh, People-wise or (laughs) entity-wise? Like what is the what's with the root cause of all that? What's what's driving it? Are individuals or as a group or I don't know? We don't know, and why don't yeah. we know? We're not paying attention, and why aren't we paying attention? Because we have busy lives. We're living our best life, <laughs> right? We are, I really, we are on a spiritual path. I mean, there's shit going down in Ukraine right now. And to be honest, I don't know much about what it is, how it's going down, what's actually happening. Uh, and I, I don't know if anybody in this country really does. I, I could tell you what. what I, mean, I could see into that. I've been lying to you all along. No, yeah. I've been lying about the Russians are taking a hit, the Russians are taking a hit, the Russians are taking a hit. I, I don't and, you know, what's it. happening is... Countries, the Western allied countries, are doing what they always do, sacrificing another country. Mm-hmm. It it looks like a money laundering operation. It, oh, oh, it, a, it, it, it looks, looks like, like it is. Well, it's that, too. I mean, war's always been that. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you're going to So it's a way to expend... Industrial expend, military complex, anyone? Extend equipment. Expend equipment that needs to be renewed. How many Western <laughs> companies have actually left Russia? Check that out. How many? Not many. Western, Western companies... Have left doing business oh, in during this war. Yeah, uh, I bet I don't know. See, this is where I don't know, and I well, this is you know, yeah. but that's the thing is, you know, <laughs> what we're being told and sold, right? It, the, what makes it seem real is the attention we give to that. Yes, I, I get that. That's right. why I don't give it much attention because I can just see that whatever I would try to learn anyway, I would know if it was true or yeah. not anyway. Yeah. And I don't feel inspired or rather or even empowered to do anything about it. So is the media and you know all of it really, hell, even this, is this really connecting us as, as a species? 
No, it's causing greater division. You think of it this way. I think of this way. Those two things aren't the same thing, so we must hate each other, even though we've been friends up until this point. I'm going to show you a picture and say one narrative. This guy's going to show you the same picture and give you another narrative. Mm -hmm. Just choose which one's true. It's like, choose your own truth. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own fucking fight. Choose your own depression. I, I have my suspicions are it's not about. actually at hand here the liberation of innocence does not seem to be the the task at hand right not at all i i wouldn't think so right and so for like the western world we rely on the media to keep us informed and information Uh and it's interesting because you know when you say information, it's not truth. Oh no, I don't. There's I don't. Such thing is that in that state, it is. It is put them in information. Of, it is pieces of data aligned in a line that is comprehensible, but not not no sense of truth or honesty or, or at all. It's it's taking words and put them in sentences. Do you or letters and sentences? Right. And so for me, like I look at like the whole most of the movements that are out there mm-hmm. is just to steer you away from seeing what's being done and is there anything you can do about it no but that's no reason to not acknowledge what's happening i wouldn't say there's nothing we can do about it but yeah there's little there's a few things and no uh, nothing any individual by himself is really going to be able to do it's it's real interesting to watch it in real time uh the, the different narratives and where they come from. Like the actual people that have an agenda, they have money, they pay this organization $5 million, so this organization will say the things they want to do with credibility because they can't say it themselves to take this other thing down. So how much awareness do you think people have left inside to examine their state of consciousness, their state of presence? If you're feelings? worried about all that, you can't. If you're, if you're preoccupied with all the external things that are wrong in the world, there's no chance of you going inside to see what might be out of place there. I mean, little, if you if you deploy all your attention to the problems of the world mm-hmm. and the futility of solving them in many cases. Or it be it, debilitating. I mean, you can actually, like, waste a lot of attention without giving it to anyone else. By mm-hmm. being concerned with other people are going to think about what you do. And how you're going to be taken and whether you're going to be attractive or whether you're not going to have any friends if you say this. You're right. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on Mm -hmm. in these little kind of clicky things going on. It's like you're in a bubble. And and sorry, you know, that bubble, it seems strong. And right now, it might be pretty well enforced, but it's going to pop. There's no way it's not. What are you going to feel when it pops? Ah, uh, oh, thank God. Or, uh, maybe. Ah! maybe. And well, when it pops, what consequences does that have to your life? And are you ready for those consequences? Well, when you're in the bubble, you're the identity. Oh, okay. So there's you, no way. So you have an image that says that those sort of things don't happen to people like me? Uh, uh, you you have. How many people live in a bubble that think that, you know, death isn't going to happen to them? Oh, and they live their lives like death isn't going to happen. <laughs> Good chunk of mine. Right. I mean, you know, you look at people with how some people spend their time. 
like it's never going to run out. Yeah. And it's like, but for the thing that's measuring time, time will run out. Oh. But the thing that makes it capable to measure, measure time, time, that won't run out. That's probably the better thing to link yourself to. <laughs> Right? And that there is no such thing as time. There's only now, which is hippie speak, but actually true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Life's not performing yesterday, right? Whatever is animating the world isn't animating yesterday. It's not animators. Tomorrow is an animator. Five minutes past or five minutes forward. Mm -hmm. It's now. Right, right, right. Seamlessly now. <laughs> In a way that looks really real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really good graphics. Uh-huh. And, and you know how much people don't value that? They don't value that that's the place yeah. to be. No, it's up there or back there. It's, it's about to be really great. It's going to be, after this one thing happens, things are going to be really good. Right. And after a series of bad things, it's going to be even better. Maybe. Right. Well, it may be worse, but maybe that feels more homey. <laughs> well, we, For some people, you know. Like, 530, by the way, Tom. What's 530? Companies with a complete break from Russia. Oh, you, you Googled it? Yeah. Yale research study just came out two days ago. It's into five thirty one. Oh, he's uh, about five nine. Oh, five five nine. Five, nine. No, I'm five seven, five seven and a half on the good. Well, you there you are a little short. I am. That's okay. You're almost dwarf. No, not quite. Say that. You can't say that now. <laughs> but. <laughs> two. He could probably. Oh, he's five two, and she's. Way up there, five yeah. eight or something. So, but they were exactly lip to lip. That was just that's my height observation of the week. <laughs> he's being very observant. Do you see how much awareness he's so using awareness. for trivial stuff? Somebody else pointed out to me, but he must have been standing on a box to do that scene. Must that's have. very interesting to see Tom. What if you got the zoomed out picture of Tom Cruise standing in a box to kiss Cameron Diaz right at lip level? Wow, I'd want that signed. <laughs> <laughs> by somebody. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise is a name we can just put to rest. That's enough of, of that's enough of you, buddy. It was kind of a funny movie because he was spoofing his Mission Impossible movies, so that was kind of fun. But yeah. it was, it was spoofing his distraction, so exactly. Give us your attention. Give us your attention. Mm -hmm. I know. So that's what we're talking about. Right right give, no, give us your attention. It's only eleven dollars for the matinee so, now. <laughs> it's gonna come to I, you know i think eventually it's gonna come down to um can't escape how you feel no you can think whatever you want and you can make all your plans but how you feel is how you feel and, and there is no concept and belief and medicated into a better feeling mm -mm. is not necessarily the wisest that decision. you're not feeling everything right and if they're called SSRIs, be damn careful of those things. Those are not meant for long-term use, and yet they are. Yeah, and they're kind of finding that's not even the thing that it, it even helps. I know. No.
But it sure doesn't. It, it's another horrible but they, thing. But, you know, they're this. like, well, we made a lot of money. We got this new thing we want to do. If you're depressed and you need a, a medication for that, the uh, the mushrooms of the magic kind are the best on earth. Yeah. With the, the least amount of side effects. And the only side effects are needing to nap and feeling a little high. <laughs> so those are yeah, maybe a little nauseous. Maybe a little nauseous sometimes. Yeah, maybe a little kind of stupefied. But not, maybe a little confused. But, you know, that's good for you. If, yeah, if it's a little too much. Nah, there's no such thing. Well, I mean, if it's a work day, there is such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing if it's a work day. Well, fair. You just regulate as needed. Eh, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I've always thought, you know, plants are here to keep you on the, keep you uh, connected. Well, yeah. And I think your your notion that to connected, that thing you're connected to is nature itself. And you're being a part of that is the thing. And what better teachers to teach nature. Us, the nature to teach us our connection to nature. And they're older than us, like plants. Oh yeah. So much. And so and they have different life cycles and they do mm-hmm. different things, but mm-hmm. they certainly have a lot of wisdom. And I'm not the you kind can't of, live without them. I'm kind of the guy that wouldn't say that in the past. So it's actually But you could over. never live without them. No one would Couldn't be live without them. them. But you would think well, eating carrots isn't profound to me, but it is. Is being alive profound? I know. That's a quote. <laughs> being in a body is pretty profound, and I think it might take a carrot or a potato well, or something. Okay, if you want to go profound and, and wacky and stuff, even the notion that you are a, a one thing is a weird notion. And in, incorrect. Inevitably. Incorrect. Yes. yes. Like, I have one body. I am this one body. Well, there's makes a lot of components. A lot of those are independent components, particularly your gut biome. There's oh, a yeah, lot yeah. of independence there. And right, right. There's not a, a lot going. There's an ocean in there. Yeah, and every Full cell has life forms. Yeah, yeah. mitochondria. Dead without them. There's fungi inside your cells. There's yeah, there's yeah. stuff going on that I, I've mashed this fingernail before it grew back. I mashed it again. I personally don't know how to grow fingernails, but. Thank God this collection of cells does it really, really well for me. Because if I had to think how to regrow this nail, I wouldn't have the first clue. Right. Because eye's not the one that's alive. Right. It's not the one actually running the ship. And there's a good example of it. Or how to beat my heart and if and remembering to do so. If that were left up to me, I would, yeah, it wouldn't have lasted long. Yeah. And, you know, and that's part of, again, that's part of that dark sorcery. Yeah. You, the, the life, the, the thing you think is alive yeah. isn't. Right, the the eye right is not alive, right. It's not the thing causing my fingernail to come back, so or grow back. That's what I'm saying. That we would probably um, communicate better if we talked less. <laughs> and this see, is Chris Douglas see, himself echoed, saying, this. Yeah. See, that <laughs> along with me too, goes right back to it. Yeah. I think we communicate great because well, we talk less. What you're saying is uh, talk less, not even just here amongst ourselves, but if you're talking that's the same place from which you listen is what you have said before and so what you're saying for is if you're doing the talking even in your own head you can't be listening to what is so if you're, and if you're listening i'm not saying that from a superior eye, place i'm saying that from a place of i'm still trying to learn how to do that sure sure because <laughs> if you're listening to the eye and it's not alive yeah so it has no idea what it's about to do what effect it's going to have on your next moment, and the moment after that, the moment after that, the moment after It just never knows. So while it's chasing a feeling because it knows what it wants, 
It never actually gets the feeling it wants out of anything it actually acquires. Never. Ever. Yeah. Because the Mercedes feeling, doesn't do it. Because the, it, it, to feel, you got to be alive, and the eye is not alive. Right. So the eye is not satisfied with feeling. It's satisfied with thoughts of, if I have this, it'll create this feeling. Just, but it doesn't. Right. And until someone starts to see that, uh, uh, yeah, you're just going to kind of... There are yeah. some things that then you do a thing together or you have this ability now that does give you that feeling so that the tool is part of the process of doing that thing that brings you to that place. So a wood chipper, for instance, <laughs> you can sit in that big-ass wood pile, pull those things out and put them in the chipper. The chipper itself is this mechanical, ugly, industrial thing, mm -hmm. but it actually enables you to take big branches and take them into chips and in that process have some quiet within self it's kind of like it's not the chipper's not like well we have this new meditation called wood chipper meditation <laughs> and you have to buy a wood chipper 3000 in order to have the correct effect within yourself <laughs> if, we have a trauma liberation program for you 12 EV steps i, I looked at an old light life magazine from 1950s a couple months ago and it was wild looking at the advertisements in it. They were talking about products and describing the beneficial features of these products. <laughs> and I was like, this seems so innocent. And from a time from a time of innocence where they thought people cared what things did. But now it's like, drink Pepsi because you've got to be cool. <laughs> you gotta get Nike because you're the kind of person that just does it <laughs> well, well hold on are these shoes good for my feet do they cramp my toes am i is it, is it causing my pronation when i run i have a lot of questions about the function i no no you gotta live the nike lifestyle <laughs> i've got opinions about the north face people myself. the north face the people? north face people you have to wear north face <laughs> ones that walk around in north face gear i used to sell a north face gear I mean, it's good stuff. I'm, good I get stuff. it, but it just those people. Well, more so than North Face. Opinion. I'm entitled to it. Those people. Let's really tweak some people that are listeners. Let's say Patagonia. Oh, because it's a good uh -oh. company. Uh oh. Let's say the p word. <laughs> it's it's the equating that you're a better human because you do outdoor activities. Well, not only that, I do outdoor activities with sustainably made products. I go into. So I'm actually I, better than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually better than you, but if you want to believe otherwise, so be it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, organic cotton, motherfucker. <laughs> you wear Chinese cotton, so just look at yourself, would you? This guy doesn't feel like I get from. Yeah. You know, they'll show up, you know, you'll show up on a trail and they're all they are and all their gear. And you're just wearing, you know pair of jeans and a t-shirt and have a bottle of water in your hand they just kind of look at you like what are you doing here it's like i'm going for a walk without your gear I'm like, got feet <laughs> i got calories in my back pocket got water that's all you really need oh you need a compass rain jacket light a light and a rain jacket your journal first day kids <laughs> your journal you got to write down all the things the eye thinks about your journey. Like, it bores me. I, I'm really bored. I actually found this world pretty amazing in the jungle. <laughs> my my discipline, and we'll figure, I'll see if that's another thing. 
My my discipline is living in a world that has gotten really boring with its drama and its self-absorption and its need to be protected from and and its trauma to respect it and you have to treat me this way because i'm traumatized so i gotta change my whole way of i am to suit someone else oh, it's so boring it's boring it's really 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 boring and when things are boring and you know you're a guy like me you kind of want to like Go into the like the really valued China, if you will. Just kind of knock something off. <laughs> I just kind of bring a little disorder. <laughs> I thought it was more like the snow globe. It's like, well, snow globes are only fun if you shake them. <laughs> Look how fun that is. <laughs> I mean, you know, to like walk into like this. The, the temple of the Western society, and you know, just knock over one of its eff- one of its effigies, and just watch it break, and just kind of look, around. oops, oops, and then knock over another one, you know, and to do that without like driving someone to the brink of just like dangerous places, because you could push really hard. The world is so absurd. That you people could are wound tight, yeah, just a simple, yeah, they're pretty wound tight. A simple little poke can just. So, yeah. you know, when I go out, you know, you go out in public, you know, especially a place like Woodland Park. This is what, this is your, this is Woodland Park. <laughs> Sad thing. Meh, grumpy meh, face. Grumpy face. Terry. Not always. There's, yeah. Really? Well, really? The people at really? Starbucks always seem happy. <laughs> it's called caffeinated. There's a difference. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> we had fun with the drive-thru at Starbucks. Today. Well, we, uh, yeah, I mean, I we just talked about, see, we're, we're starting to suspect our government isn't up to, for our best interests. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to suspect Starbucks isn't either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you work for the enemy now. Uh, has this been a three or four hour? Or was it three hours? Okay, three we're gonna, hours. we'll wrap it up. But, okay. you know, it's like when I go out in public sometimes. <laughs> Here, here's the thing that is hard for me to tolerate. And, and okay, one of the things I'm not good at. When the vibe just thud. That so you're trying to, you know, come on, let's mm. be grateful for being alive. For fu- How are you? Tired. How are you? Uh, how are you? Uh, uh, how are you? Uh, tired. So if you are tired, what do you do in that case? Eeyore. What's another way to respond to that? <laughs> if you just happen to not got any sleep last night. You know what you do? Here again, the last words. I'll let you know tomorrow. Good night. If you're really tired, you just go, how are you doing? I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow. Good night. I mean, go away. Go do your tired. I mean, we share too much. I think that's really and 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 a lot of times we're sharing things with people you don't fucking know. That's sometimes the safest people to save it, share it with because there's no consequences socially. So that's why it happens. Right. Kind of boring. That's kind of boring. I cheated on my person. And I'm confiding in you. Oh. You know, you know I saw one today. Or actually, I didn't cheat. And I don't know if these two, <laughs> these two else now. are watching this. So um, I'm not gonna, But I'm not going to mention names because I'm not here to drop you know, shit in anybody's lap. One of the more annoying things that people post on social media. I mean, you know, the, I get it. 
okay, you're, you're meditating and somehow just conveniently your camera's right there in front of you. I get it. That, you know, you were there to meditate and, oh, wow, you know, this is convenient. You know, might as well just click. I'm doing my thing, you know. Not one click. And that's all right. You know, I get it. You know, you don't have a life, so you want to project that you do. You know, I get it. You're not really valuing your own attention and life force so that you're thinking, okay, if I do that, I'll get energy from other people. I mean, I don't know if that's good for you. I don't think that's the food you were meant to eat. But anyway, what I, what, I actually despise it. Now, two people hugging in a, in a picture. A, yes. A selfie when you're sitting there and you're like intimate like obviously getting intimate and you need to post that on your social media hmm. i i really lose respect because why it's a good why 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 do you need anybody else's attention on the fact that you and your woman are we're in the sacred union together. It's so sacred. Do you see the tantric love that it's expressed between us? Love it, bitches. Give it a like. <laughs> so this That's is like it's. Uh, so you're not a big fan of influence. I'm not a big fan of marginalizing the life force to such degrees. Or in that case, perhaps a relationship. That too. Well, I mean, if you're marginalizing life force, you're marginalizing everything. <clears throat> right? It seeps in other places. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean. So, don't post on social media the, the lesson, kids. <laughs> Facebook deactivated. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm going to use it because, you know, I'm trying no, I'm to put it. something out there, you know. No, no, I, I, I'm not. But I'm not, you know, I'm never going to like post like I, what I ate for dinner. I'm not going to like go, we went here and this is what I had for dinner. Take checking in. Here. I'm checking in. I'm here. It's like, who gives a fuck? Who cares <laughs> where the fuck you are? What the fuck you're doing? They care. Right. And for me, it's like, okay. The, the most sane way you're going to use your social media, if you're going to, you know, be someone that you know feels a call to like put something out there in the public square fine make your page public and some of the stuff you're going to do that's personal it's for your personal friends yeah you know what i mean, I, mean, I don't want to tell people how to live go do it i guess and, and I just you'll don't. figure you'll figure it out if it feels good or i not. think you're going to tie your i think what you'll end up doing honestly yeah. is tying all of your life force into something that will not Bring anything to you. Bring so, you no growth. It's not a bring you no challenge. Way. Bring you no. It's not a recommended way, but yeah, some people are making money off that for reals. Some Inevitably, like in quite a bit in some cases. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it's just good to know why you're doing a thing. That's that's a great place to reflect: is why am I doing this, and for what purpose, and does it serve me well? I think why is a question no one wants to answer. Yeah, because they'll have to really look to get to the actual truth of why. And that's not something. Sometimes you can't get there by yourself. You have to have somebody else to say, help you. Like, <sighs> why do you think I'm doing this? And then get somebody else's reflection on it. Because mm -hmm. it's hard to, it's really hard to self-evaluate things like that. Well, until, yeah, when you're until, using until something you get, not living to evaluate the life right. you're living, until you're going to be kind of fucked. Until you get smacked and you go, what happened? How did I get smacked? And did I do anything to cause that? And then that may cause some self-reflection about 
all the events that led up to that event. Yeah, I just, I don't. It's, it's life is learning and everybody's in different places in it for sure it's i'm not making excuses i'm just saying man and that's why you have people that hopefully have done more know more that can help point in a direction that's useful <laughs> without judgment <laughs> because we're all human and we're all making mistakes and it's, it's true the best that. you can true it's, it's weird because you know I've been looking at this for so long, decades, decades, decades. And you get to this kind of place where, is it really any use? Mm-hmm. Is anything you're going to like say and do while being on planet Earth? Really we'll see. So if you are hoping that it's going to make sense by doing it and it doesn't, that well it's the the, thing of not depending on others even healing like go ahead and just keep trying to heal all these people they don't do it and like well it's okay i was just putting it out there anyway (laughs) i had nothing else better to do and so be it you know that's that's actually not worrying well either you're not a good healer maybe (laughs) that could be one other possibility what the fuck is even being healed i don't know but you're just creating an environment where people might think about being okay with learning that's all a healing is, is you can't heal anybody. You're like, let's create an environment and a situation that might help you have some insight into your life that might make it better. That's possibly healing. Well, it's possibly. kind of like tricky into being present. <laughs> tricky into being present. And then when it hooks you, well, you just go, good luck with handling that. Yeah. You know, handle your feelings. Good luck with that. I think that's what we said to Isaac. Probably yeah, more probably more than once. <laughs> he didn't see it coming. He's like, I'm out and I'm safe. How <laughs> <laughs> about part of this conversation? The, 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 I mean, the most giant problem humanity faces is they don't understand the value of what's looking out of their eyeballs. They don't understand there is no value with without what's looking out of your eyeballs. And that what is looking out of your eyeballs is the most intelligent thing Uh it, it's just the most intelligent thing, not compared to anything. And so if if the term looking at our eyeballs doesn't resonate, replace that with something that doesn't resonate, that means the most important thing within you. So if those words aren't the words you like, go ahead and put them in another phrase. that And keep the me out of it. And keep, <laughs> okay, keep I out of it. Yeah. That to me, I mean, there's the discipline. Keep your eye out of it. <laughs> keep your eyes out of what's looking out of your eyes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> keep all those eyes that you have as identities, keep them identities. out of it. Yeah. Don't have that be part of it. And that's the hard part. I mean, there's the challenge. Because the falling asleep, the the sorcery is you are the eye. You are the eye. You are the thoughts, and your feelings are nothing more than all these thoughts meshed together. And that's not fucking true. At all. That's not true at all. There's nothing. Thoughts aren't alive. And to so go from, okay, all I have are thoughts all the time, 100% of the time, and all I have to have is zero. Well, maybe I'll start with, let's have one less. <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> go. I'll start with two less. Yeah. And let's see how long we can go. How many seconds can you go without a thought? Until you can put the brakes on the habit. Yeah. Something. I mean, some sort of training and different things work for different people. So Well, that, you know, it's like, do you, well, you have to think to go through things. Actually, no, you don't. Oh, I, I hit you with that so many times. Uh, you don't. 
in the beginning. It's like, because I was so certain of my smartness that I couldn't lose that. But it's not your smartness you're losing. It's the need to control from within, I believe is what it's something like that. Like I'm going to control. I am smart enough to control life so that it'll bend to my will to be as I wish it to be, but not as it is. Yeah, and bend to your will. And the <laughs> thing that's actually saying, talking about the will doesn't have one. Yeah, it doesn't mean you can't do things to improve your life. <laughs> it's just such a that's, a... that's a probabilistic game. Oh, probabilistic. <laughs> it's not a certainty thing. It's a, I'm going to do things that might make my life better, and it's a probabilistic thing. It has this chance of outcome, perhaps. I'm just going to do it, even if zero chance, because that's what feels right. All right. We're, 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 in, we're in trouble. There's duck weeds I, all about. I just hear ducks and weeds all about us right now. <laughs> It, we're, we're, we're really actually as a, outside as a species, the I mean let's smile and be happy okay you know let's you know I think maybe the next one we'll do will be a pep talk that could be our sign we'll smile we're gonna have smile pep and be yeah, happy yeah. Oh, the next podcast we'll do a pep rally a pep rally yeah well go you okay everybody you go you don't hold your breath for this this is never happening <laughs> <laughs> but you know eh. Because all the problems, they exist because no one values their feelings. They don't, they don't acknowledge those. That's why. That's why all this is going on. No one, not anyone at this point. <laughs> so we're making a blanket generalization about all of You know what? <laughs> you know, you're making blanket statements, yeah, and you're like a wet blanket, so whatever. <laughs> it's just, I don't care. I mean, you know, it's like... Uh, so... You do you, but try to do you better. <laughs> Did something happen while I was gone? I gotta have some. Uh, <laughs> there's gotta be some hope that there are people out there in the world who want to break that shell of identity and actually be what's looking out of the eyeballs and try to at least yeah. make a stab at being that without yeah. the eye getting in the fucking way. So you could have the fullness of that life and not having this eye rerouting it to things it wants. The eye is the log in the eye. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It really is. It's the, the, the blinding force yeah. that makes you think that things to cause your feelings to go down. Well, don't do those things. Well, then you'll have energy back, and that energy is your feeling. I mean, you really think it's... All right. I mean, if you roll big rocks down hills, it gives you a good feeling inside. I discovered that today. <laughs> the moment oh, I, was, I, can't, I can't wait to ask you about that, actually. It was wonderful. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut it. All right. Because otherwise, we're going to... It's just be The nuts. ducks will start quacking harder than the duck weeds out here. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder. It's like, how much longer are we going to go on with this? And what are, you know, much more are we going to talk about? This is where you got to have a pep rally. I... Certain that go you. There'll be more things to talk about. I'm confident. It's inevitably always the same thing, though. Don't let them know that we want these to be lifelong followers. <laughs> if we just tell us the same thing every week, just from a different angle, they're not going to keep listening. I, I some of them do. Though. I like that. Put down your eye long enough to at least experience what's looking out of your eyeballs. Do it with awareness. Do it with intention. Do it with your will. Rescue it for a moment and really look at that and see, do you, what do you know about that? It, it's giving you the possibility of life. It's giving you the possibility of having future events possibility. Anyway, what is that? 
And how comfortable are you with that? How much do you think you really know about that? What's this I got to do with it? Right? Like what came first? The life force or the stupid identity we create with it? Right? Well, I like the description you've given is the very first cells after conception, the first thing they build, construct is the heart and then everything else grows around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the heart's the true intelligence. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, in ceremony, in those Ikaros, sometimes, you know, it's obviously in Spanish, but the heart is the drum, the spirit is playing. Mm -hmm. Not played, not will play, is playing right now. And how far away from you, from that are you? Not at all. You're right there with it. You are right. So you're right. You so that drum. thing is is basically where it, all the power is. If you give that attention and awareness, it opens the eye. Your body can survive brain dead, but it can't survive heart dead. <laughs> no, that seems to be a difficult one. You know, so it's. But we'll go into more of that yeah. later. We were stopping. So that's what we're at. Mm-hmm. That was episode 27. That was episode 27. Wide awake in Babylon podcast. And Coney was fashionably late. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Our engineer um, had a Job moment. <laughs> we only started three times. Oh, we, we have one question we have to ask before you. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, no. Yeah, you knew it was coming. Because yeah. I wasn't going to forget. Pandora's box. Because he, he likes, he, he likes to, you know, flex a little bit. Does he? He's a little bit. So we're going to flex back a little bit. Oh. So you said that before we started tonight, you had butterflies in your stomach. And that sometimes you get butterflies in your stomach before we do this. Why exactly is that? Answer my question. Come on, Joe. Because we tease he him. He stopped. We tease him. Maybe that's fine. Well, he said it, so he should know. Or he doesn't want to be public. What? Maybe his eyes said it. He doesn't actually really feel it. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, he, well, you always want to avoid being a fool, especially in front of the world. Oh, oh. fuck it. Be a fool. Yeah. Is it because we're causing you to be the No. Sometimes it happens, man. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, sometimes <laughs> I just say stuff, and I look back at it. It's like, why did I say that? You why are you looking Oh, I've, I've, yeah. There's been a couple You're of times like with you in situations <laughs> where it's like, homeboy, why are you saying that? That's not there's something that needs to be said right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that are more afraid of speaking in a microphone and to, to a camera than death itself. Like it's 10 times more terrifying to speak on camera than to have death face death itself. Well, it's not that bad. It, okay, good. Okay, I was just checking to see what level you're do at. Do you ever have the dreams prior to the night we do this of you coming in no, here and being you on remember, camera? remember I did a underwear? YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have butterflies before you did that? I noticed there's like a point, like I had to get through this rough stage of finding my flow with it. So, yeah. You got to find out where the pretender is going to come in? No, I had to get rid of the pretender. Someone trying to prove something. Yeah. Well, yeah, then you can just He didn't do them live, though. He, like, this oh. is live. So, this you, is. You could edit it. Yeah. See, I don't want it, it to be edited. I don't like I it. I know. Because yeah. that way, if I say something stupid, it's I like, can own it. It's fine. I've said some pretty dumb things. <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably, I, I know I've come off pretty judgmental, mean. It's intentional. 
<laughs> what else are you gonna do here? We're gonna get canceled. We have to be much, much more careful. <laughs> I think we're beyond canceling. I hope so. Well, who's gonna cancel us? I don't know. With Spotify? Maybe. No. Nah. We'll do you pay somewhere. attention? I don't even know we exist. I, I know we're. We're, just, we're still we're just, underground. We're just some folks up We're just a cockroach on their on their platform. <laughs> kind of complaining, if you ask me. You were kind of whiny. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just sit and hit society with a baseball. It's ball. never like. And the new talk, age movement has got to probably yeah. I think yeah. Maybe we a, little a little less happier. We'd be a lot more successful. <laughs> Here's how you live your best life ever. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We'll see you. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess when we do this again. When we do it again. soon, sooner than later, probably. We'll see. We'll see. I think I'm gonna bring a camera to the jungle, so when I'm sitting in Dieta, I'm just gonna when I'm freaking the fuck out, like a motherfucker. Ah, I'm gonna film it. No, you're not. Yeah, but come on. I like the idea of it. <laughs> you're not actually gonna do it. Though. I know better. <laughs> <laughs> you no. can if you wish i guess i want to i want to show the dark side of dieta dude i have a whole truly bit him in the butt so just not playing those games just sure, doing truly. what you're there for that's what it's all about okay well we'll leave that content to you the dark side of dieta how not to do it losing your mind Isaac's how not to do it out. <laughs> the eyes of yeah you did all right. Well, October, hey, well, here we go. Here we go. Round two. Round two. Yeah. Yeah, we have to create some content before that. Content, right? We're content creators. We're content creators. Influencing the world. We're influencers. Content creators. Guys. All right. Let's close this thing down. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Ha, da 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 da, hi, di da da da, ha, da ya mori.